Robotech macro, so that should be fun. Uh, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Plastic Finance, the late night aftercast. I'm your host, Victory Saber 77. Uh, do some introductions here. We're going to go over some news. I said before, we probably won't do any news, but there's some stuff. And then we'll get into the Blast from the Past, which is going to be on Macross Robotech. It's going to focus on the first story arc, and we're going to look at the toys and such. I'm not going to try and give away too much, but some of it um, I will be giving away spoilers. I mean, it's 30 years old. I mean, come on. Um, it's just it's pivotal to justifying going out and seeing it because it's a really good anime. But Charles, how you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Good. Good, good, good. Did you get any uh, thing in the last couple of weeks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got my, my second BBTS haul. Uh, the, the week that I got back from Tennessee and a few things since then. Uh, well, would you like to share? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to remember that because it's all it's, it's a it's a, a good bit. Uh, I got um, SH Figuarts, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Lord Beerus. Beerus. Uh, the yeah, the awesome. um, uh, SH Figuarts, uh, Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn. <laughs> nice. Um, the uh, how do you have her pose? Got, Just asking. Curiosity question. Uh, with with uh, the bat in her hand. All right, cool. Open hand. Um, I got the perfect effect hands and feet, and with uh, in the chest and head for my combiner war superion. All right, nice. Um, I got uh, SH Figuarts uh, Bruce Lee. Oh, cool. I'm Which a one? Bruce Lee fan. Uh, the the first one. Oh, nice. Shirtless. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like the uh, the tracksuit one. It's just something, but it's all. <laughs> uh, I got a little, super, a little mini super posable uh, Voltron. Pretty cool. Um, I got the um, uh, the uh, 13th anniversary of Top Gun on a 30th anniversary uh, tin box set. <laughs> Sounds kind of weird. Cool. Um, Got uh, part one of uh, the uh, live-action uh, Ronnie Kenshin movies. Cool. Do you like it? And uh, there's no answer. Finally got MP. Finally got the Hasbro Masterpiece Soundwave with uh, all with the five cassettes. Nice, damn. That was a hell of a haul. What else you got? Yeah. Come on. What else you got? You got to have something. Else. Well, I, I was hoping to have something today, but. Uh, no man didn't want to bring it to me. Bastard. Cool. Well, I look forward to knowing what it's going to be next week. Um, but damn, oh, yeah. that's nice. That's a nice haul. Crap. All right. Moving on down. What's up, Fats? How you doing? What's up? How's it going? Good, good, good. Any uh, thing you picked up? I, it's, it sounded like pre-show you're liquidating everything. So I mean, liquidating <laughs> anything? <recently>? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, everything old, I guess. <laughs> no, um, my G1 stuff, a uh, couple movie line stuff, third-party stuff. 
That was another oh, wow. Thing Third into. party stuff. Damn. Yeah, I have I have doubles of a lot of of really yeah, doubles of a lot of the um, pre masterpiece size. Oh, so like chug uh, stuff. Yeah, like chug stuff and um, like the eye gear stuff. All that's um, trying to think. The Right. Yeah, so, kids and anything like that. Yeah, a couple of those. You know, when I found the, they were like the little guns. It was supposed to be Rodimus Prime, and um, they they made them look like um headmasters. I mean, um, oh okay, I, I think they're cool. Yeah, I, I have those. I have like stands. I also have um, like I found extra capes and shoulder for the MP seekers. Oh, the coronation so, stuff. The yeah. coronation. They had two versions. One of them, they could put um the missiles on Starscream's arm mm. or blades. It looks like blades, and then they had the cape with the shoulders and um all that. Um, yeah, I'm just going through a lot of stuff like that and just either sell it or get rid of it some kind of way. Well, awesome. It's cool. Um, yeah. Now we we were talking before. I mean. Like, you're getting rid of stuff. Are you going into something else collecting wise? Or are you just kind of like just, you know, kind no, of just cleaning it? house? Cleaning just, house. All right, cool. Just cleaning house just to see what I have because I'm really going to. Uh, I've been trying to refocus my collection uh, with just the masterpiece thing. I've been trying to do it for two years, but it's just like something comes out, you buy it, then I'm like, shit. Yeah, you're like, damn, why did I do that? Fuck, why did I do that? Right. <laughs> So I ended up just keeping it and then forgetting about it. And then now it's like I'm rediscovering all this stuff that I don't want. Mm. You know. Cool. Not not getting into anything else, just uh cleaning house. That's it. Nice. All right. Uh Trent, hey, what's up, man? All right. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. <clears throat> What'd you get? Well, about two weeks ago. Oh my god. Yeah. About two weeks ago, I finally got, I didn't get it till Monday after the show, but yeah, I picked up a type. Well, I actually had a, received a type return six shot. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. She told us. I would have just had another show. I would have been like, you know, two, <laughs> Thursday, you know, whatever. Yeah, now they had a little, uh, had a little, uh, Alamo toy show today, and I went and picked up a, uh, Generations Night Beat that came with the Beezy Balls kit, and I picked oh, cool. up, uh, yeah, I picked up a Sandstorm on Cheats. Nice. Came pretty well this week. Cool, cool. I forgot you're you're a chug collector, right? Yeah. More so than like yep. masterpiece and all that. So that's yeah, awesome. Uh, definitely chug. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. How's that well, six shot? The six shot, he is, he's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I didn't initially at first, I didn't have any problems with, uh, you know, shaky leg syndrome. They are, they can be a little loose, but once you get in the sweet pose, he usually keeps them, so. Cool. He's not doing the Van Damme splits on you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, he's a kitty ass figure. That gives me an idea for a picture. Hmm. 
I should get two of those little WWE <laughs> folding chairs and then have six shot doing the splits on them. Like oh, yeah. Might yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be kind of fun. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Cool. Anything else for you, man? Uh, nope, just for six shot and sandstorm might be pretty much off for this week. Cool. Nice. All right. Uh, let's see. It's for me. Um, if you want to join the show, the link is on the Facebook page, the Victory Saber 77. Um, again, we'll be taking a look at news and Blast from the Past, all that type of stuff. But for me, oh, God, what did I get? I got some Marvel Legends stuff. Just random crap. You can see all the bugs. I picked up five of the uh, Titans Return Sharkticons. I think I'm done. I don't think I need any more of those. Um <laughs> I don't know what else I got. I was going to pick up Grinder. Oh, Cheetor came in. I got Cheetor. Um, I didn't get Grapple yet. I should have got him. Um, I was going to get Grinder. I have not picked up the Fans Toys Dinobots. I went Giga Power. Because I'm stupid. Oh. <laughs> um, I, went, I went Giga Power. And I've now, um, I traded my Giga Power. Um, items to a buddy of mine um so i am gonna go into the fans toys world of dinobots um now that grinders oh, out yeah. all this other type of stuff so it, it should be fun i don't know if i'm gonna i mean a thousand bucks is kind of i don't know i don't think i can do that just the second to get all five but i've been keeping my eyes open on some you know facebook Which, posts and all this other type of stuff so i'm gonna be looking into that what versions are you gonna get? Because you know how some of them they came out with the oh, like the comic book look or right, stuff. yeah. Um, probably whatever I can get my hands on. Um, I mean, I want a blue sore. I probably I'm gonna go after that no matter what. Um, I do like the X series, but I don't really need it. And mm-hmm. those were a little bit more. And I mean, it's it's okay. Um, so. But yeah, the I will the go chest. after the original. I will go after the original Scoria. I'm not going to get the toy version, and okay. I'll probably end up picking up Cesium when that comes out. There, other that other company, Fans Toys, has branched off a little thing or whatever. But um, we'll see. I've been looking around. Um, I know stores like sold out, but I'm not. You know, I'm not too worried about that. Right. I can get a grinder for a decent price. I've been looking at an oversized. Um, version of Grimlock, so hopefully Tyler's not listening. Um, so, <laughs> what the Reximus, whatever, Reximus Prime? Whatever. Yeah, the Reximus Prime, I thought, you know, that looks kind of cool looking. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably just end up going with Grinder. But I, I liked, I don't want to say anything bad about Gigapower. I mean, to the point that I liked their stuff. I had the Chrome versions of both of them, but I don't really like their swoop that's coming out there i think their sludge is a little small and oh the thing that really kind of irked me their 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 product is fine but their practice at times is kind of shitty um their metallic version of grasser coming out comes with the silver horns Mm. and all that well my grasser the chrome version doesn't it has the red horns and it's like Mm -hmm. well that sucks and all this other type of stuff so i i didn't like that um, so, so it's not the wait time. It's not the waiting around for them to come out with something. 
No, you know, I was on board and I was, you know, I was, you know, everyone around me is like in the fan stories. I'm like, shh, I'm not saying anything. I'm like, I can't come out. Shh. I'm not going to say nothing because I don't want to be like, you stupid son of a, why do you go that route? And I'm like, oh, well, it's the route I went. Um, so. so it was more of the stuff they were putting out, uh, their versions of it. That yeah, now that they like, with. yeah. I mean, we saw their sludge, their swoop. Um, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I, we've waited around this long and that's what you got for us. I'm like, really? Uh, um, and I love how they're like, subject to change though. Yeah, once we start bitching about it and you're like oh i think we did it wrong let's go back <laughs> let's totally fix it up take another year um so yeah i'm going off that route um let's see let me get back on track here uh anything else that i get um oh no i, I can't I, it's in the mail so i can't say i got it uh, i've been getting some player arts kai stuff um i did get the uh-huh. he-man masters of the universe mini collection hardback book i can I could probably right. kill nice. an intruder with it, <laughs> but um, it's nice. It's all the mini comics from the original Mass of the Universe, along with uh, Princess of Power, New um, Adventures, and some of the 2002 stuff. So I like that. So a lot of these nice. characters that are, are coming out from Super 7 and all that, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's uh, just read about him. Uh, that's about it. So, um, all right. Let's move on to the show. Um, Screen share. Probably going to have to buy a new computer, too. That really sucks. I had to redo my pictures. (laughs) I hope I got them all. All right, so can you see the thumbnail? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, cool. Love that knockoff jet fire. I think that's what Dakota called them. Thanks a lot. So, all right, so this is episode 127. I got to do my plugs here. Um, sit down at the Cool Table Network. We have um, some really great shows that are part of the Cool Table, Table Network. Um, anything and everything to um, fit into your collecting needs, habits, um, all that. So go check out these shows. They're on YouTube. You can find them on iTunes. Always like, subscribe, five stars, all that type of stuff. But we got Shattercast Uncut. We got Enter the Realm. And Enter the Realm is going to be on this Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Realm Collector's YouTube channel. Right now, most of the guys from ETF, well, no. No, more than half of the ETR um, guys are at NJCC, which we'll get into in just a second. Um, We have uh, Beers and Bulges 40K, Stasis Lock, we have Nerd Rage Radio, Toy Detox, eight weeks. We also have the RC Hangout on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hosted by Tommy, the Ambassador Barricade, along with his co-host of Hurricane BX and Occasional Kid Matt. And then there's also... On Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. on the Roma Collector's YouTube channel, there is figure banging. And I believe this week there is a figure banging. But I probably am wrong. So I don't know. I, I think that there is because there was not one last week. Yeah. So, um, other than that, I think that's it for shows. Yeah. Um, I'm... I'm s- I'm sure on this Monday's ETR, there's going to be an NJCC wrap-up. So yeah. definitely 
tune in for that. And going into NJCC, if you happen to be in the Cherry Hills, New Jersey area, uh, the Holiday Inn, Holiday Inn tomorrow at 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., you can um, go check out the uh, – oh, oh, crap. I have something that's up here. Sorry, uh, I get distracted. It's like squirrel. Um, so go check it out. Um, you got Dust. You have Pinkerton representing Crashbox Customs there. Go. Um, they have a lot of stuff for sale. Uh, Bricks on the Dollar Clutch will be there. Um, you know, Harrison BX. Go say hi if you're in the area. Go buy stuff. They're also going to have ROC merchandise there. Some rock packs, some beanies, all that. And a new ROC merchandise, um, which I... I think I know what it is. I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I can't tell you. If you're at the show, you'll find out. You can purchase those there also. It's going to be good. Uh, go get selfies. Get your autographs there too. That's what That would have been cool. They have a little autograph table. Hey, what's up, guys? It's yeah. Um, so there you go. Got 13 minutes before my thing is up. <laughs> so I'm going to multitask here. Okay, we're going to look at some CW stuff. I know people don't like it, but I like to bore people. So here we go. Supergirl, yeah, I don't really care. Um, Dean Kane came back as um, is the dad who now has like a cybernetic arm, something like that. I don't know. He worked for Cadmus. He's back. He's actually now playing for the good guys again. Yeehaw. But we finally found out who Terry Hatcher's character is. She's playing a... Daxium, I think. Um, She's a Daxamite? Yeah, I think so, along with Kevin Sorbo. So they're going to be the new Ooh. villains coming up um, and all this type of stuff with Monel. Uh, it's going to be relating around him. I don't know. I'm oh. sure that's not enough to like, oh my god, I gotta go check it out. So, uh, Moving on to Flash. Uh, we saw Savitar come back. Uh, Kid Flash got ripped into the Speed Force. So, cool. Um, other than that... Yeah, not a lot else going on. Um, Arrow. Uh, we finally get to find out who Prometheus is. It's um, Adrian Chase, which is odd because I could have swore in the comic book he is vigilante. So that kind of threw me for a loop. Um, so I don't know what's going on. And then DC DC Legends of Tomorrow, they finally got ripped back. So he's got his um, marbles straight. And he is now a good guy again. No longer playing for the Legion of Doom. Hopefully, I just spoiled it for everyone. So, moving on. So, moving into Transformer news, we have Bad Cubes Huff and their Piper. This is their uh, rendition of Huffer and Pipes. I just threw these out here. Um, I do like the fact that Pipes there comes with the um, transformation cog. So, that's pretty badass. They look pretty good. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I mean, do you? Uh, what do you not like about it? I just, I was just never a big fan of characters. So I just these two don't interest me. Oh, all right. Um, well, then I should just speed through these. They look good. No. Um, <laughs> For what they um what they are, except for that, I I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just noticed that. That's so weird. 
Oh, damn. He's got a front end on his back, on his shoulders. <laughs> so Pipes looks a little weird, uh, but I'm sure you can uh, change that around. I'm hoping you can change that around because, uh, damn. It's not like the G1 wasn't any better, but that was G1. That was 30 years ago. Come on. There they are next to some of the other bad stuff. Out back and or backland. And even though we don't really like Masterpiece Bumblebee, he's always in the pictures. <laughs> there he is. He can hook on to Optimus' <laughs> trailer. Thinks the backs that they are different. Uh, they're not exact molds of each other. They're not just redecos and all that with a new head sculpt. So I like that also. All right, moving on to. Um, I believe this is G Creations, Generation Toys. I think it's Generation Toys. Uh, they're Megatron. They're Sonic. Uh, they're they're Bomber Megatron. It looks pretty damn sweet. Um, as far as the molds concerned, I mean, obviously it's not painted, but big boy. I like yeah. it. Kind of wish they can be a little bit big. Really? The, the it's not big enough for you. Well, I mean, I mean, it's okay. You know, if they could just like move it down just a little bit, because I think that's oh, make it a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's just me nitpicking. It's bigger. Hey, spot. you're a true Transformer fan, man. So <laughs> it's all good. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's on a slider right here too. You'd think it maybe come a slider oh, right. more, but it's not bad. There's your battering. I mean, his vehicle mode. So, so what would you put with this? I'd probably put it their Optimus that just came out. Yeah. Um, and maybe those um, transform. No, it's not transformation. Yeah, it's transformations making the stunicons right. They're yeah. more in tune to IDW, so you could put those with. Oh yeah, with these guys maybe. They're making. They're also coming out with a prowl. They're coming out with more. IDW styled figures. I mean, they're getting uh, what they're doing a drift, I think, also. So you'll have plenty of stuff, but it's you are subjected to them as far as what hopefully company? they'll give you more. Kind of like the Spark Toys yeah. Alpha that they're coming out with. Um, the what was it? The War Within Optimus, and they're doing a Grimlock and they're doing a Megatron. Hmm. I think it is a little late, but. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Here's Perfect Effects Beast Goria. Gorira. Great name, man. Damn. It's like, come on. Uh, this is their Optimal Optimus. This is the larger scale masterpiece. This will go with your Leonidas if you have that, or Xerix. And um, uh, pretty sweet. There's the box. Shiny. Uh, there he is in the. Lamb shell. I think he retails for like what 180, something like that. Looks good. Um, I'm just hoping his joints and his elbows, the swivel joints are actually tight enough that they're not gonna just all of a sudden whoops, you know, twist it too much and then it just is a floppy mess. But we'll see. I will probably end up getting this guy. He looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jane, uh, yes, uh, Brink, uh, uh Brinkalizer wants to, to join. Wants, I don't know how to send him the link. He keeps he's messing me twice already. It's on the Facebook on. page. 
Yeah. Uh, I guess I don't know where he's if where he's at. He can't do it or what. I don't know. He, he, he's <laughs> asked me twice. Want me to want me to send it to him? But I, I don't. I don't know how. Mm. It was on my phone. Let's see here. Uh, we'll come back to this picture because kind of want to talk about the person with the gloves. All right, real quickly. This is how we send a link. Do, 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 do. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. <clears throat> Didn't mean to cut you off or anything no, like that. Fine, just, I, I don't know. Do you guys sell a lot of stuff? Of uh, stuff you don't want, or uh, no? I know no. you don't. Uh, no I'll one? trade with a buddy, but yeah. No. Yeah. Where's Brink? I only sold it like once. I probably need to. It's <laughs> just too late. No, listening to chat shipping and stuff. All right, I got a question. Um, yeah. I sold some stuff not too long ago, right? Uh, some guy contacted me on the forum, gave him a great deal. I mean, I'm talking about I gave him mitten seal box chug stuff. I mean, I'm talking $5 a pop, free shipping. It ended up being a pretty large order, right? Yeah. A couple hundred bucks. Talking back and forth with the guy. The guy seems nice and everything, right? Cool. Uh, he got into the whole, like, you know, um, my kids, I'm doing this with my kids, and blah, 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 whatever. So, no big deal. Uh, about a month later, I see half of the stuff that I sold him, he's selling it now. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, I don't know. I don't know which way to feel about that. That's a hard one. I mean, you never know what people are going to do. I mean. Yeah, I know. When it's gone, it's gone. But yeah, it's like guess what bothers me is the sob story about, uh, you know, my friend. Uh, I'm doing it for my son. So then we can start a collection together and this and that. And and if I could do a payment plan and all this, you know, all the excuses. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that's mm-hmm. that to me. Yeah, that dude's just a douchebag. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, honesty goes a long ways. You don't need. I mean, if you need a payment plan, all that type of stuff. Okay, fine, whatever. But you know, yeah. to utilize your kids as a as a um, sympathy card, right? Um, for, yeah, for, that's for a deal. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. I would just message them back saying, "Oh, what you're selling all this stuff? So you must hate your kid now? What's going on? I mean, like." <laughs> Fuck you, son! I hate you. <laughs> I never liked you, anyways. You bastard. So I guess he wouldn't be a bastard because his dad is. But still, um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. I wouldn't like that. But I've seen people like buy something and all of a sudden um, flip it. Yeah, they'll flip it. They'll like review it or do whatever they need to do with it, like pictures or whatever, and then they'll flip it. Yeah. But usually at that time that you don't flip it for more money than they paid for it i've seen um most of the time they take a little bit of a little bit of a loss or a cut yeah just to move it just to get rid of it because they just they basically just needed to rent it for you know a day (laughs) or whatever right so but yeah uh but that yeah that's that's an interesting 
yeah. topic. I'd be um, interested on like what the guys, on uh, like Chris or you know those dudes who sell like Jisk and Dust who sell more stuff. Their opinion on it, but um, you guys see the um, the perfect effect Gorilla. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so there he is in his um, ape mode. I do like the fact that this person holding him is wearing these nice white gloves. So I have a petition that all reviewers out there should start wearing white gloves. It just makes them more professional. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, moving on, we have uh, fans, hobbies, uh, Power Master Optimus Prime or Super Jinra. I don't know what they're calling, which style they're going with. But it looks really good next to their, um, what is this, Arch Enemy, their um, Scourge or uh, Black Convoy. Car robots, pretty decent size, and this guy is a masterpiece size, so that's gonna be a big dude. Um, that looks weird because he doesn't have the chest piece, but still, that it's nice. There he is. This is the one that I didn't really like the back. Um, where it folded. Oh, yeah. The truck actually folded yeah. in and it has this thing back there. But uh, maybe, maybe I'll give it a try here. All right, moving on to uh, this uh, set has dropped, I believe. This is Masterminds Creations' little R17CS Continuum set. This is for your Carnifex if you want it to be more G1, which I, I guess, even though it's a stylized IDW version of Overlord, but um, you yeah. can get your Lord. Um, Giga and Lady Mega. So you get some other little features. You get an extra head also. You get two chest plates, um, some guns for his his shins and such. Um, so there's the different heads. The blue one right there in the middle. Does anyone feel huh. some kind of way that they're selling it separate? I don't mind that they're selling it separate. Um, I mean, yes, he didn't really come with a lot of accessories and for the price, but um, I kind of overlooked it because it's Overlord. Right. But this set, I mean, if you, yeah, I guess if you really wanted it to be G1, I mean, it might have been nice as an added little incentive to put it in there. Maybe if you pre ordered early, maybe, but. Or you get ahead or something. Maybe not yeah. all of it. Yeah, because it's only what a twenty-five dollars set, I think, something like that. Oh, it's not too expensive, but no, it's too. I don't know. I mean, the head sculpt's okay, the new one, but I'm glad we got this one where the eye, you know, is damaged because of the hook. But mm -hmm. it would have been nice if this would have come with the hook instead of only being what a Planet Steel exclusive, or I don't know. It wasn't even at TFCon, so. There's the chest plates. Uh, looks like the color matches pretty good, but yeah. I don't know. That looks kind of dumb. These little guys are pretty cool. So there's uh, Lord Giga, Lady Mega. I don't know what they're calling them, but... Um, there they are, uh, snapped into his chest. Um, kind of a fail, in my opinion. Uh, the ball joints, it would have been nice if this, the engine block the, could have gone up a little bit more to cover that, like they did with 
Lady Mega, but yeah. Uh, I don't Besides that, you don't mind the cassette mode? Uh, the little, <laughs> little, yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big, for this version, yeah, I don't really need the Godmasters. The Godmasters are just, eh. so. But, you know, if you wanted it, that's cool. Um, if I want a G1, I'll go with fans' hobbies. They're doing a G1 more style overlord. There's a little cannon you can put on the side. Of his legs and shins and all that. Oh, there's an ashtray. No, no cigarettes. I would like a little <laughs> pack right here or something. This is like just yeah. a king. That's why the guy was wearing the gloves. He was trying to hide the yellow from the fucking <laughs> cigarette. His fingernails are all nasty. yellow hands. <laughs> Hands are all cut and everything mm -hmm. else. He's probably got a six finger. He's like, I'm going to wear the gloves. I just don't want people to <laughs> see me. All right, here is uh, this is dropping. I believe Toy Dojo has it. This is the um, Planet X's Apocalypse. This is their Trypticon. And here he is sized up next to Make Toys' Utopia. Their Metroplex. Um, not too bad, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if you want uh, that. Watched, uh, Ben's collectibles. Yeah, the, uh, uh, I watched Ben's collectibles of that Planet Planet X Apocalypse. The <laughs> the joints sound awesome. Nice hard flex to them stuff. Uh, yeah, the, the joints, nice hard ratchets. They sound great. Uh, the main mode there uh, looks looks good with all the all the little. Uh, plug-in lights and uh, the oh, nemesis mode looks pretty good, but the uh, the the base mode looks like it was just an afterthought. Cool. Totally forgot about my auction. <laughs> Shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that's cool. But really though, one hundred seventy nine ninety nine a piece. So a piece. you have to yeah, yeah you get yeah. the top portion or you get the bottom portion. I just think that it's unless you're collecting, you know, these the big city bots. I mean, I got yeah. the Genesis. That's cool, but I really, I don't see the need to spend that much money on that. I'd rather, you know, get fans. I would rather go get fans projects Omega. Um, yeah. Oh, little, yeah, I know that's a little bit more, but still, I would. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, he looks really small compared to. Pandanus, there. There's yeah. Make toys is scorpion. Yeah. Damn it, Brian! It didn't work. Alrighty. Hold on a second here. We're having technical difficulty. Um, talk amongst yourselves again. <laughs> that apocalypse seems to scale nicely with that Omega screen. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't have the Omega, I mean, would you go after? Her? <laughs> I don't know. That's I was watching yeah. uh, uh, Ben's review. He, he said he got he sold his uh, Omega, but now he has the Trypticon. He kind of wants to go back and get it. Get it. Yeah, yeah. But when it, when his health is bad as it is, <laughs> who knows? 
he mentioned it in that uh, review hmm. about how, how bad his health has got. He's said so he, he's lost uh, complete function uh, use of his left leg. Whoa! Because of, yeah, because of whatever illness he has, he, he said he he lost his uh, no uh, he can't he lost full function of his left leg. Well, that sucks. Um, yeah. Well. Hopefully, um, everything will be better. And um, yeah, um, shout out to uh, Rolling Steel. I know he's um, oh yeah going yeah. through yeah. stuff too. So hopefully, you know, everything turns out great for him, speedy recovery, and um, you know, we're all pulling for him. And um, you know, so yeah, that's that's too bad on uh, Ben. Also, I didn't know that. I thought everything was gonna be good when he went back, but so yeah. Get well soon, guys. All right, you guys see um, you guys see the picture again? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so there it is next to um, Dennis. Um, really, just yeah, it's sad. <laughs> it's just sad to be up against that one. Um, all right. Speaking of yep. a better Trypticon, here here's the generations. <laughs> um, the Titans return Trypticon. This is just sized up with their Metroplex. Uh, which is two feet tall. Uh, that's, that's a big boy. Could be the angle of what we're seeing here, but that trip yeah. to gun's nice. Beefy. Yeah. I like it. Um, I did see, did you guys look at the, uh, the comic that is coming with the, um, the legends, uh, the Takara release trip to gun. What? You've seen it already. Yeah, they had it on like TFW. Um, oh shoot! Yeah, they um, showed like how he got destroyed by Metroplex, and then he comes back as one of the generals for Zone, and you saw Metro Titan and all that type of stuff. So it's interesting. Not to say that we're going to get a repaint of this bad boy here as Metro Titan, but uh, that'd yeah. be kind of fun. Um, so, and full tilt is the size of a deluxe class figure, so that's not bad. Hmm. All right, so uh, this would be more up uh, Dakota's alley. Uh, these are ideas and such from Jesse um, Whitbrick. Uh, Rake. I'm, I'm butchering that name, so I apologize for that. Um, this was on TFW of just um, things that might have uh, some ideas for characters, like uh, you got a Megatron painted up on a R.I.D. Uh, Grimlock there. No, that's not R.I.D. That's um, sorry, that's animated. Excuse me. Um, and then we have you know, Sentinel, um, all that type of stuff. So uh, that was pretty cool. This one's nice. I would have bought this. This animated version of um, sorry, as Windblade, or Windblade as sorry. It's pretty cool. All right, moving on. Okay. Um, I guess this has been happening. I don't know. I really don't care. But I'm just gonna throw it out there. Chrome Dome, uh, there's certain Chrome Domes that are being released by Hasbro have the Takara head on there. So, um, Whoa. cool, I guess. Huh. Doesn't mean it has the rest of the paint apps that Takara has. But yeah, yeah. I guess you get the little Titan Master. I don't think that's even... I mean, I, I get the fact that it's like, oh, cool, but it's like... Eh, Really? Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather see this dude back to like nine bucks. Now that's something better. Like, yeah, yeah. nine bucks for these guys? Sweet. 
not oh a different head. Whatever. I don't yeah, I don't get my jellies off of that. So uh, here's the misfire. <laughs> misfire looks good. We're going to complete the um, the target masters for the Decepticons. So I like that. Oh, see me. Oh, this is the mold that was used for um, top spin. That looks good. That sculpt looks good. Yeah, Again, it's a, it's just a uh, shattered glass version of Todd Spin in a way, but now this one's good. Slug Slinger, ah. definitely like it. Look at that. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I'm not sure where he fits in. I believe it's um, that, right, right there. there where you, yeah. Yeah. That's cool, though. It would have been cool if this guy was a Voyager and they were actually able to utilize the actual cockpits. Cockpit. Or, or you have to probably be leader class, but still. It looks good. Um, the guns are not symmetrical. I don't know. I You guys have a problem with not having the same guns, so it's like off when you look at it. Like You got the two blasters here, but then you got the single blast on the other wing. I don't know. It bothers me. I like asymmetric. I like, I don't know. There's the head sculpt. Looks good. There is a robot mode. All right, moving out of Transformers news because there's there's nothing. Uh, we got Mezco is now uh, releasing an Old Man Logan. Comic book based. Because of Little Hulk. Oh, look at that. <laughs> little baby. Little baby. Um, gamma. Gamma baby. Looks good though. Yeah. Any of you guys see Logan? Yeah. Not yet. Sorry. Not yet. No, no, Friday. Nope. You saw it? I've um no, but I, I know a lot about it <laughs> <laughs> by talking to other people. So it's essentially like I have seen it. But um did you like it? No. No. All right. No. There's a couple of different a, reasons. Is it because it's not close to the source material, or no, you just, it's just didn't the, like how it went? I don't like the the story. There was too many holes, too okay. many uh, plot holes. Um, yeah, wasn't Logan. too crazy. Logan either. Interesting. All right, Logan sucked. <laughs> 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 I heard a dust. I heard a <laughs> So, what's up, guys? What's up? That's oh, Brian. Brian. I can't see any of you guys since I am screen Fox, sharing. So I, I hear Fox Brian. Erases, erases the fucking continuum and still can't follow it. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> the bridge for you. Yeah, man. I <laughs> get like you just, you know what? You just got to go into it thinking it's like a graphic novel or a standalone or like a little that one shot. Or, or an annual. <laughs> you <know>? Annual. <laughs> We just need to keep them current. Just throw it. We need a Logan movie out there. We need a Wolverine. Just throw it out there. I thought it was good. Uh, I, I liked it. But I don't know anything about comics. So, you know, they cater to me, I guess. So it's good if you don't know a lot about the character. That's right. And that's probably why I liked BBS and all this other stuff. And who knows? But, uh, all right. Cool. Hey, James. And you've seen the other movie. You've seen the other X Men movies, though, right, Brian? 
entertaining. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. But but the the ones that people really don't like, yeah, they're they're not good. Like that Apocalypse one, I didn't like that either. X Men three, I didn't like that either. But good. But but James, congratulations on taking the uh, taking the uh, plunge with the fans fans uh, toys Dinobots. Yeah, I finally yeah. decided. What the hell? All right, cool. Um, Dust is making a lot of noise. What? <laughs> Dust is staggering around, wondering, John, what's going on? Hey, We're smoking. Out of the fridge. I'm not bad. All that's right. cool. I'll I'll mute so you can carry on with the show. Oh, that's all good. Cool. All right, so uh, we got some packaging looks of the new Spider-Man Marvel Legends series, their homecoming. So, uh, the Build-A-Figure is different. It's a build I guess, vehicle. This is, you're building the backpack for the Vulture from the movie. So, I think that's pretty cool. The first time that we're getting that type of feature. And hopefully that will carry over into other series. Maybe, um, I don't know. I mean, we saw that in DC, I guess, that I mean, I hate the multiverse shit but we got the uh what the bbs grapple gun uh they uh, they did that so but this is cool so there's spider-man and then we have his so we got the the normal looking spider-man that we got his um little sweater pre-established hero look yeah um then we got the moon knight Oh, that's what I picked up. I forgot. I picked up the three and three quarter inch line. So I got this guy the, in the small scale. Um, it's not too bad. And you can see the little build a figure piece there. So he comes with the wing. Um, another piece of the wing. The wing is supposed to be a what? At least two feet? Yeah. Um, or a wingspan. So it's going to be impressive. Yeah. Hopefully the the v, the, um, the figure can actually hold it. But I think he does come with a stand. Some type of stand or something. But. Uh, there's a Cosmic Spider-Man. Two different heads that you get with it, so that's cool. Tombstone, which I'm really looking forward to. Beetle. Okay. Not go with my female beetle. Love it. Um, and there is Vulture. Now, it would have been great to have a secondary head of Keaton. That would have been nice. Yeah. And also just for um customization and all that but there you go yeah it looks like he might be coming with the stand i don't know how does it work you have to buy the whole line to be able to build a wing yeah yep yeah so you're forking out at least 20 bucks a pop these are going to be like 140 dollars for the wings for the yeah for the entire build a fig build a thing wow yeah it's expensive but some of it, it's good. I mean, some of it's not like uh, the Doctor Strange set that came out. You're getting Dormammu. You have to buy all eight figures to have Dormammu. And right. Dormammu was part of the San Diego Comic Con uh, exclusive set, the Book of Ashanti. And some of the figures in that Doctor Strange set came from that exclusive set too, which kind of sucked. Mm. Um, I did like the fact that he came with um, the, the Build-A-Figure. came with two little um, Ghost Rider actual heads so I, was, I popped them off my <laughs> normal and put those on there it was kind of cool mm. uh, but yeah oh and that's it so we're done that's it for the news not a lot going on um so switch over to the blast of the past 
Uh, let's see. I do have a topic really quickly. Speaking of the cinematic universe. Uh, where is it? I, I write everything on my phone. Um, is, the, is the comic cinematic adaptations losing some luster? Um, and then we expect so many per year now, and it seems to be the quick go-to for simple ideas. Looking at Marvel, what's next after Infinity Wars? Reboot? We've already seen reboots. And will fans be happy with the reboots and the recasting? And how do you like the fact... And there's, this is a lot of questions. How do you like the fact that um, it re establishes the Marvel universe and where the comics have to kind of go with the cinematic universe at times. So what do you guys feel like? Well, I get things prepared. I guess I kind of like it better if they would say separate, you know, so their own entities, like you got the cinematic and you got the comic book. Comic universe, yeah. Where they're like yeah. their own different universe. Yeah. You really think they're going to reboot it? No. Yeah. I think so. After the whole... After well, the if we're just looking at Marvel, yeah, I think so. Is um, These actors aren't getting any younger. <laughs> Um, so you mean after the whole, from scratch. After yeah, the whole, yeah, I think so. What are you saying, Trent? Well, I was saying, you know, after the whole Thanos thing, I guess they could maybe go with like, you know, maybe like Dharma move or do something with the whole, the whole supernatural side of the Marvel Universe next. Oh, with like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't like that in Doctor Strange. He wasn't uh, like anointed. The new supreme sorcerer. Yeah, it was just like, okay, you're gonna be in charge of New York. You better protect that gate, you know. But well, um, you, you think they're gonna learn their lesson with their villains? Because yeah. so far, you know, they, how they kill them off and how it's always just to build for the next movie, which is fine. They're still decent movies on their own. But do you think that they're gonna learn? from these and make it better or just stay with the same formula? I think they may learn as far as let's maybe not stretch it out so far. Cause I mean, there's a lot of building up to get to this point of Thanos. I mean, it's like, all right. It's cause sometimes I lose the fact that, Oh, this is building up to the infinity war. Like, Oh yeah, this is, yeah. this you got get another gym. All right. Let's this and that and everything else. I'm to the point that, I have to go and watch Guardians to like, oh yeah, Thanos, that's the big bad guy. Because right. we don't really see him, you know, diving into the other shows yet, uh, movies yet. So Because there's no real villains besides Thanos, right? I mean, everyone else is, uh, in the movies, everyone else is a throwaway villain. Pretty much, yeah. They just get incarcerated or they die. Yeah, right. right. So you think Loki's a throwaway villain? He's no. turned into one in a way. Yeah. Because is he? A, he started as a pretty good villain, and now it's like he's around. 
That's it, right? It's just weird that Loki was always like, in my eyes, a puppet master. He's the one, he's the deceiver. He's in the comic books. He's the one that's making people do certain things. But in Avengers, he's the one that's being manipulated to doing stuff at Thanos' will, which is fine, you know, but it's just, it's like, um, and he failed. And then we see in Thor and all this. I mean, Ragnarok will probably make it better, all that. But um, I just think that Loki could have been a little bit more in a way. Um, so do you think do you think that'll come back around though with it, with uh, with Thanos being the puppet master over Loki? Do you think you know he he might get wise to that and throw a little wrench in the works for Infinity War? I think he might. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, what he did in Thor two because his mom died, he helped out Thor. You know, he didn't want to, yeah. and all of a sudden he's posing as Odin. So we have to go through that whole scenario of you know finding Odin and you know the the little snippet that we saw at the end of Doctor Strange. Uh, you know, when are you gonna leave Thor? Like I'm looking for my okay. You're looking for your dad. You're here with your brother Loki. Okay, just conduct your business and get the hell back to Asgard. Um, so. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but again, like after Thanos, what could be a potential threat that could outdo that? They're going to have to reboot in a way you'd think because like, all right, Thanos, Infinity Gauntlet, all these stones, we were able to conquer, defeat all this. Now, who's the next big badass that they're going to have to take on? It's going to have to be rebooted. Um, yeah. And when is it going to be over? When the, the last movie supposedly, what is it, 2020? Yeah. It's when the whole thing is completed. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, so, yeah, somewhere there. So I could definitely see a re- reboot. Oh, yeah. And are we um, going to be happy with that? Or are uh, we going to always now refer to, well, that first run of movies was like fantastic and. You know, I don't like this new Tony Stark or because they're going to have to be a lot of no names unless some people are popping up that are establishing themselves because um, there's a lot of characters they're going to have to recast unless they come back. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the blast from the past. There we go. Again, um, looking at Robotech, Macross, um, not going to be going over every single detail, not going to be looking at every single toy because it's just <laughs> massive. Um, if you haven't watched Robotech or Macross, I would um, probably stop watching this because uh, I will spoil some stuff. But it is something that's really good. Even if you want to stick around and you get spoiled a little bit, it is something worth checking out. Um, on a personal level, I enjoyed it. And I saw it as a kid uh, when it was on TV, and it was like, wow, um, this is not your normal cartoon. This is a story, an ongoing story. In, um, you had death. You have um, a lot of social issues that are occurring throughout the series. Much like Star Blazers, I guess maybe Star Blazers actually kind of helped me along. I'm watching this, but... Um, all right, here we go. Uh, let's see. Macross here. 
came out in 1982. It was 36 episodes. It was called the Super Dimension Fortress Macross. Um, it wasn't called Robotech. Um, it didn't come to the States until 1985. And they actually had to take the other stories from Macross uh, because it wasn't enough to actually get it into syndication because they needed at least 64 episodes back then. So they went and tweaked it, cut it, and got the rest of the series of like Calvary Southern Cross and the um, Mospieta, all that type of stuff, and you know created this 85 episode Robotech. Um, uh, series so and robotech came about from uh i think it was revel i don't know i think the, the, the model company got um came up with the name when they're doing their own stuff and the infamous harmony gold uh, was also another factor of bringing it here um they're the ones that are having a lot of difficulty trying to keep their asses out of court at times it seems like uh, this is like, oh, you got a Valkyrie? We're suing you. We're going to sue the U.S. Navy for having an F-14 Tomcat. Because that looks too much like a Veritech. That Valkyrie, you can't have that. No, but um, I don't know. All right, so we had a ton of um, DVDs. Um, they had VHS, all that type of stuff back in the day. There were also games. I'm not featuring that on the show. They, they went from floppy disk to, if you're looking at Robotech, they had the... Was that a sneeze, or did you just kill someone? <laughs> that was a sneeze. Sorry about Bless that. thy nose, because you just destroyed it. Um, but there's other games, like Battle Cry was what was a good game on the Xbox and PlayStation 2. Um, you could actually change throughout the uh, three modes of the uh, Valkyrie or Veritech. And I, um, I bought GameCube because of that game, actually. Yeah, you did? Um, yeah. Wow. I That's bought, cool, though. I yeah. bought 64 strictly for uh, this game that's going to be coming out called Robotech Crystal Dreams. I don't know if y'all remember that one. Did that actually come out? Nope. No. Yeah, I saw one for a PlayStation. It had a demo at Walmart back in the day. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's Robotech. That's like Macross Plus. I'm like, what is that? That's so good. Never saw it. I'm like, damn. If I would have known, yep. I would have asked the person at the uh, counter, like, can I have that disc that's in there that's just looping for us to play? I was like, oh, love it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of good games and such. Um, the the Battle Cry was a cell shaded. Um, and it, it was good for what it was worth um, and such. All right. So we had a lot of um, DVDs, um, releases and such. This was the first one. This was done by ADV back in 2008. Two, I believe. Um, they came out in this collection. Come on, there we go. The Robotech Legacy Collection, where you could get all the first three here was the Macross Saga, and then you had the Masters, and then you had the uh, the New Generation, and um, such. So, uh, and then you could get it again in the Robotech Protoculture, where you got this. It's exactly the same thing you got here, but it's now in this nice kind of more slender economy box set. So that's not bad. This is the version I have, along with. Um... Then again, if you were at Walmart or some of your um, uh, discount stores, they actually re-release it again. So you got the complete series, or you could get the first um, story arc, the Macross Saga. 
and then they remastered it. And then they also released it again in a remastered complete set. And then this is the version I have. This is um, the Macross. This is the original Japanese um, version. And we'll go into some of the differences between the two. Uh, but this is really good. It's nine discs. It's, um, it's worth seeing. I do recommend watching both, especially if you get hooked on one. It's kind of cool to see the other. Um, Which one we do you, recommend to watch first? I would probably watch, well, I watched this one. You can get this on Hulu. Uh, this is horribly expensive. You're going to be paying like 600 bucks for the box set. Wow. Uh, but this is um, Macross. They actually, um, Harmony Gold and ADV came together and decided to, let's take the original Macross series and let's dub it. And um, you had all the great ADV uh, who are now Funimation voice actors. So Vic Manoa was the um, Rick Hunter. You had you know Kira Vincent Davis. You had Jason Douglas. Um, you had all these guys that were um, now the voices for these iconic characters. And you get it like uncut, which is really nice. So I would probably start here. Um, got seven discs but again it's on hulu i think um and then possibly go to the robotech yeah the robotech movie which was in between the macross saga and the uh, robotech 2 or um masters which took a lot of cues from mega zone 23 the first ova of this series there's three of them um, kind of put it in there. Okay, real quickly, the differences, a little bit of the differences between Robotech and Macross. Macross, and it was a little more gory, violent. Um, the SDF-1 survived. Um, unlike in Robotech, it actually blew up, and a lot of the characters were killed. Um, the protoculture was actually like an energy-based um it had a different meeting in Robotech than it did in Macross. Macross, the the whole protoculture was, I believe, I should have rewatched it, but it's um, was like the first culture that created the Zentradi, where in Robotech the Masters created the Robotech Masters created the Zentradi. It, it's that type of stuff that was different, um, more adult themed. You had more drinking, even though that was still included in the Robotech series. So it's like, all right. Um, but I, I came out fine. I wasn't like asking my parents, hey, can I have a scotch on the rocks? <laughs> what are you talking about, son? I don't know. I just see Roy Foker or Fucker, however you want to pronounce his name. But um, yeah. um, So those are some of the differences. Again, still go check out the animes. Um, it's well worth it. It's um, They're iconic um, enough to – they're going to make any probably top – 30, maybe top 50 greatest all animes of all time um, with everything else out there. Now there's magazines galore um, that they had. Um, they get a lot of this stuff. And it's an ongoing series of Robotech. The Veritex keeps changing and all that. Again, I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to go into the Robotech 2 plus 0, any of that type of storylines. Um, Shadow Chronicles, any of that is... I, I don't want to be here all day like we were last <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> and looking at everything. Uh, there was a comic book that came out in 1984 by DC. It was only two 
issues, um, but it had nothing to do with the actual cartoon. It was mainly just to showcase the model kits from Revel. And it w it came out even before Robotech came out. Robotech came out in 1985. Um, we did get this Macross English adaptation. This was the first one from uh, Comico, I think it was called. Uh, this came out in 84, and then we didn't see another issue until 1985 where they continued on the story once Robotech started. So... So you, they use the comic book to sell models, the cartoon, yeah. to advertise the figures? Uh, in a way, um, we'll get to the figures here, but it was heavily influenced over in um, Japan with the whole, the whole controversy between you have the, um, the toy line of Taku... Toku, I think I'm, I'm going to be butchering all these names. Um, and then they went belly up and the actual designer company, uh, Matsushiro actually took over before Bandai took over from them and got the rights to all this stuff. And then, but between Harmony Gold and Revel, they shared the license. So we got model kits first before toys um we got some veritex when they finally got that uh, matchbox actually got the license here in the states and they were producing a lot of the toys back in 1985 and then harmony gold got it in 1992 started producing the toys again which again we'll get into in a little bit here but character wise here's rick hunter i'm uh, not well i mean if you want his japanese name is um, hikaru ichio uh, he was voiced by Tony Oliver in the Robotech series, but then Vic Manoa got him in the Macross series. And that's one thing that a lot of fans, because it's a cult following, they wanted in the Macross saga to have the original voice actors, but it was totally recasted. And then there's also people that didn't like the fact that Robotech was more of a westernized version of Macross, which it is. Um, and all that. So here's Lynn Minmay, one of the love interests. Hey, she was a tease. She was. <laughs> was she really a moron, or was she just playing really hard to get? She knew exactly what she wanted. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Um, again, there was uh, four TV series from Macross, four movies, six OVAs. Uh, the biggest movie is Do You Remember Love, which... Um, basically re-chronicles the Macross series um, and uh, gives it a little more a twist. There's Roy Foker. He is the uh, badass Skull Squadron leader. He has the VF-1S um, until he uh, gets shot and dies. Spoiler. Sorry. I, okay. That was, that was pretty hard when I was a kid. I saw that. I'm like, okay, oh man, you've seen a lot of death and you, you watch G.I. Joe and you're like, nothing happens to G.I. Joe. You watch Robotech and you're like, holy shit. Those guys aren't coming back. Nope. Um, it's like, wow. Um, and nothing has been like that since, like, I would say Star Wars Clone Wars um, as a cartoon as of recent, seeing a lot of death. Because those clones were just dying like crazy especially towards the latter seasons. And now Rebels do, but 
Um, there you have the team after the death of Roy Foker, his little mentor, Rick there was given the, or he was, he didn't really want to join. Um, so he was given the command being team leader of these two guys. We have Max here and we have Ben right there. And then you can see them Veritex right there. Max Sterling voiced by Cam Clark, good old He-Man. Uh, from the 2002 series, and he's done other things too, but I remember it's he yeah, He, he uh, voiced the protagonist in the Robotech Battle Cry game as well. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, he did. I forgot about that. Look I'm going to have to go back and play that. I have that game. <laughs> Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Dust is on. Dust, I can barely hear him, but I heard something. Work, work in progress. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Just curious, you guys, um, you guys have enough table space? Because I saw a lot of the stuff that you guys are bringing. No. Damn. Dude, I just bought more shelves at Home Depot after dinner. Shit. <laughs> I found like 90 things to sell. We'll see how it goes. Wow. <laughs> and I saw what Jose is bringing, too. I'm like, damn, he's got a lot of stuff. He got, I'm sure Clutch has a lot of stuff. And then Chris is... um. Crashbox display and all that other stuff too. Yeah. It's awesome. All right, here's Ben Dixon. He's kind of the the clown of the group. Um, he meets his doom. Came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden he he, he bit the bullet. Um, you Ooh. got you got Lisa Hayes, or in the other series, it's Misa, uh, voiced by Monica Rial. So in the Macross series, which is really cool. But um, the other love interest to Rick Hunter, I won't say which one he chooses. I'll leave that as, you know, oh, I wonder. I need to go watch. But, um, yeah. Mm. Oh, shit. Well, I already I spoiled it there. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I forgot. <laughs> Senior moment. Good old uh, Rick there. Uh, he marries Lisa, so basically tells me to go to hell. No, he it doesn't. Wasn't so. All right, here's some other of the um, supporting cast. You got the Captain Global, Claudia, who was um, girlfriend to Roy. You got the um, the Bunny Squad. I forget what they're called. But um, Vanessa, Kim, and Sammy. And then you got the little followers of Lynn Minmay, who wait, were wait. the Trotty. Did you coin them the Bunny Squad? Or no, that that's what they're, what they're called. I think that's what they're called. Oh, they're funny something, I think. Um, but yes, I'm taking credit for that. The bunny squad. Um, no. huh. um, then you got these three guys who infiltrated the Macross um, um, city. It's it's weird because like okay, so it's the it's the SDF one, which is Super Dimension Fortress. Inside is Macross City. Around when they did their jump, they jumped with the city, so it's enclosed inside of the, the fortress, but um, in the actual Japanese, it's, you know, went from Alien 1 to Super Dimension Fortress to Macross, so it's, it's a little difficult, but keep track of all the names, but yeah. Moving on. Here's um, Miria, I think her name is. She becomes, she's a Zentradi, she um, becomes obsessed with Max here, because he was able to best her, and she did not like that. And then they become an item. Hello? 
Dust said he thought it was because they both had green hair. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been. You never know. Yeah. They get married. They have a child. She comes back in the new generation. Dana. Or Dana. Dana. Yeah, it's Dana Sterling. So. And this was this for comedic purposes too. It was hilarious to see the Zentradi don't fraternize with species between species. They were like, no, we don't do it. We like artificially, you know, do all our business that way. But when you saw like, I think it was how Lisa become Rick and Lisa become a little closer because they had to kiss in front of them, and they're like, oh my god, what are you doing? You're kissing, and then she comes. Miria comes with her baby shows like like what the hell it's like man that's like birds and the beads talk they actually put that <laughs> antique robotech that was kind of weird but it's yeah. like yeah when a man and a woman come together this is the product of the what happens like damn don't need to talk dad i watch robotech so there's the sdf1 mm. badass looking um fortress come transformer so there's its um robot mode And then you got the, uh, what is it, the Dautilus and the, um, I forgot what this one's called, the arms. There's in vehicle mode. SDF one. Yeah, it looks like the, and yeah, in, in Macross, there's no SDF2 because the SDF1 survived. In Robotech, there's an SDF2. You don't really oh, see it that much. Yeah. Um, so. Realm? Realm? Yeah, we hear you. Not really. You're going to have to scream. You're waiting for a scream? No. I was just, I can't hear you. (laughs) All right, so let's go through some of the Valkyries here. There were actual different versions, and they actually meant something. This is the VF1A, this is the standard. Um, until it was replaced later on in the series um, down the road with the VF1R, uh, but that was in a different series, so I'm not going to look at it. Um, this was like Ben Dixon's. This was Max's. Right? That one right there is Max. And you can tell the difference just because it has the long little pointy antenna on the top of the head, so it's a little bit more of a unicorn. And then you got it all weaponed up with the uh, fast pack. Here's the FDF, uh, FVF1D. This is the trainer. This is a two-person uh, cockpit. Or Apple. Sorry, I unmuted at the wrong time. My bad. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> what are we going, Applebee's? Uh, <laughs> Applebee's, Applebee's, Applebee's. Here's the VF1J. This was a uh, this version of Valkyrie was used for uh, team leaders. So Rick Hunter got this when he was leading Ben and Max. And then later on, Max got his own. There it is, geared up with the uh, pack. This is not a knockoff of Jetfire. This is from Macross, so uh, don't get all everything. I don't know. I will admit, I had Jetfire as a kid, and I was, after watching Robotech, I'm like, wow, that's 
Yeah, I look yeah. so much yeah. like I the like, toy I have, and that Skyfire like, looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why does Jetfire look more like the robot or uh, Robotech that he does in the cartoon? Yeah, yeah, I know. That was that was weird. I was like, what the hell? This is weird. Um, and then you got Mira's Miria. And she got the fast pack on there. Then you can also have some other added on armor bits that you can get. So we've seen that in the show. Hey, go back, go, go back one real quick. Which one? Um, this one? back. This one. The that first one? armored one. This one. Oh, it didn't. I can't see it. Oh, but it was it was the first armored one. This one. Uh, it's jammed up. I don't think it's uh, showing you changing the slides for me. But it was the the one right after Miria that had. Uh, okay, that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think walk. I ever remember seeing that one before. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think that happened towards the end of the. Yeah, this show. Yeah, this one right here with the two the two big cannons on the top. So yeah. that's a that's a Valkyrie. With that's armored up, that's pretty yep. cool looking. I've never seen that before. Yeah, and it's also weird in the show. Macross, they'll call them Valkyries, I believe, and then Robotech, they call them Veritex. And sometimes oh, Google yeah, yeah, will yeah, say Veritech Valkyries. So yeah. it's interchangeable, but it depends on the show you're watching. Yeah, it makes searching on eBay incredibly difficult. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's the... um. The armor bits. There's the VF1S, the most iconic and probably one of the best toys ever made, I think. Um, I would say in the top 10, this mold. Um, Skull Squad. It, it's fantastic um, for what it does. It looks just like what it looks like in the show. Um, very, very good. Um, Shoji Kawamori, whatever his name is. Um, designed a really good thing. No wonder it's called the Kanzen Henke or whatever it's called. Perfect transform. So there it is with the fast pack, the armored uh, version, and then you got the other version, which is essentially the same. It's just that this will open up and have the gun come out. Such. Some other support ships for the SDF-1. And then we had the uh, ground assault um, max here. We had the phalanx, I think, and the tomahawk, or vice versa. And so. And then we have the Zentradi, the ones that are um, wanting the protoculture, wanting to take on the humans and such. Uh, you have good old, um, we have Exidor, which is this dude right here. Remember him? Uh, Britai, that's his name. Britai, yeah. Yep. These guys become um, um, allies later on. Chiron here is a douche who um, actually ends up destroying, I believe, the SDF-1 at the end of Robotech. Uh, Dolzar, he's the leader. And... Um, this is when I believe they're going to kiss. And they want to see all this, like, hmm, like, 
I could see in anime now, and they don't just kiss. They want to actually see, like, these perverted dudes want to see more. Um, But here's some of the uh, Zentradi ships. They just look like oddly shaped cucumbers or some type of vegetable. Or don't go the other way. Keep that to yourself, whatever you think they might look like. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There they are. Pickle? Yeah, this is called Pickle. With some pointy stuff on certain, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. All right, battle pods, <laughs> the iconic kind of um, like a Tie Fighter for Star Wars. This is the Zentradi's go-to um, vehicle against the the humans. Veritex. different versions of battle pods. And then you got this vehicle. Oh shit, I forgot the name of this. This is a female-only vehicle. This was used by um, Miria when she took on Max, which is kind of funny how the the female army force for the Zentradi have their own mechs, which is odd. Oh. All right, moving into some of the toys now. Tatsunoku. No, that's not the right thing. Taku Toku toys. They did a lot of the um, the first wave of stuff that you saw that Bandai re-released, essentially. So we got an SDF-1. Scale-wise, this is um, pretty big. Pretty expensive also. Um, a lot of the original stuff here is going to be expensive. But it's um, especially in good condition because it, it's white. So it has a lot of yellowing that occurs. But it's roughly uh, was it 8 inches tall. Something like that. Maybe nine. It's fairly big. And then you have some other toys that were smaller. A little more of the cheaper end. I didn't get every single one of their toys. But here are all the different um, versions of the Valkyrie. And you can also transform all just like what we got with Jetfire. Um, you got the jet mode, you got the Gerwalk mode, the Battleroid, or Battle, Battleroid, Battleoid, whichever series you watch. So the VF1A, the VF1J. There are differences between the original and the reissues. We'll go over that here also later on. There's Max's VF1J. There is VF1J. Sounds weird saying J. We have one J, but we have one S. This was cool. And then we also got a um, dual pack with the actual fast pack there, with all the armor bits and such. There it is, closer up. There it is with the GP, GBP set. And you can also buy it individually. These aren't too bad. It's just getting them in good condition because the clips break and such. So, never mind. And more economy pack kind of stuff. So, all right. So, yeah. Here's Jetfire. Now, there's three different versions of Jetfire out there. I didn't showcase them all. 
you got the normal jet fire that just has the red stripe, nothing. Um, and then you actually have this version, which is the one that was produced by um, Matsu Shiro. Again, something like that. I don't know the name. Um, the whole business behind this is the fact that Taku Taka Toku Toys declared bankruptcy and um, Bandai didn't have the license just yet. And Hasbro came in and took a lot of their designs and decided to take this. They took the um, the Dorvac line that had Roadbuster, Whirl, that type of stuff. The deluxe size um, uh, Insecticons and such. So that's what happened there. And it's been a a fucking mess it seems like all the way till now with harmony gold throwing their you know name in there and being like well you can't use that and do this and that and just like it's it's horrible uh, but bandai got the rights for all of that stuff later on they took it over um and so not gonna go too much into that um back in the day because of hasbro taking that VF1S, this mold, the Valkyrie mold, uh, the uh, one, was it 145 scale, 155 scale? Matchbox was not able to take this, unfortunately. So they had to go back and redesign a more fitting three and three quarter inch just vehicle for their toys. They were going to have this, but they, they couldn't use it. So there's a little. All right, so here's Bandai. Basically, exactly what we already got with the previous line. They just repackaged it, called it a high metal, and boom. And we talk about reissues and rebranding a lot with like Transformers and such. Robotech went through this stuff all the time. The model kits, the same way, which we'll look at later on. VF1S Strike Valkyrie. And these aren't cheap either. They're still original Bandai releases. You can see that they're off of the color. Like, it's kind of weird. Super Valkyrie. Got some other ones. All right. Now, this is the reissues. These are the ones I got. Um, they're not too bad. 155 scale again exactly what we got previously slight color alterations but exactly what we got before die cast you know all that type of stuff that you got back in the in the day and they reissued all of them so you got roy foker's vf1s you got the vf1a j max j lena j and you also got the super Valkyrie retails for around like 150. It's not bad. And then they reissued it again. So that was cool back in 2008. These came out in 2002, I want to say. And then they came out again in 2008. So, Super Valkyrie again for the VF1A. Max's VF1A. 
and then they came out again with a smaller scale 100 scale now these are more of the original jetfire so what is that jetfire is like a nine inch figure nine inches 11 inches tall maybe not that big i don't know these are a little bit on the smaller scale these are more like a seven inch i believe transformable all that all right matchbox here we go this is the original release back in 1985 we did a doll set for all you guys out there who like you know what i want to come some here well there you go too bad this is not a robotech pack of cigarettes that would be funny but um <laughs> so you got mid-may you got dana sterling you got rick hunter lisa hayes rick you don't look like that but um, you got clothes you can change them into different clothes. Oh, he's got evening wear for Rick. Nice. I like it. And then you also got vehicles for these dolls. Now, these were 11 and a half inch dolls. These are the same as Barbie. So it's kind of interesting. That Robotech was catering to um, the female crowd. So even though it's more of a boy's line. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. All right. So we have a six inch SDF one from Matchbox. These were die cast. Um, really solid. They also did their larger, more eight inch scale or nine inch, I think. SDF one. This thing will cost you around four hundred bucks. Wow. So, oh. A little, a little expensive, but. It's the best one, and I'm waiting for Solichagokin to finally come out with one. But as of right now, uh, Toonami has the basically all the rights to do the toys now. It's switched hands so many times. So, yeah, Toonami. The they did Toy the Toonami. Sorry, not Toonami. Toonami. Yeah, one of them days. Uh, Robotech, uh, we got the three and three quarter inch line, so much like the GI Joes of the day, you got the rubber band, the O ring, the crotch, you got the same type of articulation, except I don't think it has the no, no, it does have the swivel at the bicep, so pretty much everything the same. You got Roy Foker now. There's two characters we got in the uh, Matchbox series that we did not get in the Harmony Gold, which is Lunk and um, Korg. But for some reason, they didn't give us a Minmay. That was only in the Harmony Gold, which again came out later on. There's Lisa Hayes. There's Max. You got a Miria. Another Miria. Doesn't come with a little baby. Oh, no. No, shit. That's too bad. Comes with her. You get her daughter, Dana. And. Oh, Scott. Rook? Bunk. That's the one. Like a Voltron character. Huh. And then you got some of the Zentrata. You got Britai there. You got Exodor. You got Myria. She looks too weird. You can touch your knees. Um, yeah. Zedoza. <laughs> Chiron. These were larger than the three and a quarter inch. I believe they were closer to six inch. 
So at least it stayed in kind of in the same as what the show was trying to portray, larger scale. And then they could shrink down. Um, you got the Zentrata here, uh, Warrior. They say micronized Robotech Masters. Um, even though they were, there were no Robotech Masters in the Macross, but we got them here, and they kind of were seen in the Macross saga, which is weird. Um, Byroid Terminator, Zor Prime, Korg, and then they also did. Some other stuff. So you got the video playset. You get at least the Veritech. That's cool. And a tactical battle pod. And then you get a tape. Sweet. Not oh. interacting with each other. Not like it's a Captain Power thing, but still. Kind of cool. You got an SDF1 playset that was only released by Matchbox. Harmony Gold did not get the rights or didn't have it. I don't know what happened. Pretty cool. There's the Veritech Fighter, the Super VF-1S. You can have it in either mode, all armored up, or just in its normal jet mode. And if you could fit a three and three quarter inch figure in it. Did that transform, James? Unfortunately, no, it did not. Uh -huh. They had to make it a little kind of not super deformed, but because yeah, of the licensing problems with Hasbro taking the jet fire. And um, they even released these little super deformed transformable Veritex, but they had to be super deformed, so they weren't in it. Um, gonna get sued, I guess. I don't know. Here's Robotex. Uh, the Veritex hover tank. This is for your Dana. Sterling. This is from a different series. Not going into it. This is from the new generation. The Rotec Masters, all that. So, Armored Cyclo Cyclone. It's only 344. Yeah. Tactical battle, battle Pod right there. Cool. Converts into a deep space and surface terrain combat mode. Cool. Um, another kind of uh, cool thing, which we'll see here in a second. But um, you got the Zentradi Officer's Battle Pod. That was Chiron's vehicle of choice. There's the Invid Shock Trooper. This is what uh, Miria flew around in. I think Miria was the one. Oh, no, this, one, this might have been the one period. But I think she's the one that actually killed Foker. Um, Byroid Hovercraft. Most of this stuff isn't too expensive. It's getting this um, Alkari. That thing is expensive. This thing can be expensive. You have armored battle tank. Then you have these little die cast figurines, six inch. So, majority of all this stuff was released by Harmony Gold back in, later on in 1992. But these are the super deformed Veritex that they had. So you got Rick Hunter's Baratech, his version of the VF1S. You have the VF1J for Max and Myriads. All right, Harmony Gold and Toynami. Um, we have their version of the Veritech Fighters. Again, it's the exact same thing. This came out in 92 instead of 85. 
but this is the only difference. This horribly weird-looking Minmei. Um, she is really Ooh. ugly. <laughs> Short mean, skirt. What, yeah, it's like it's flowing up, and I don't know what's up with her <laughs> hair or not, and her neck. But no wonder Rick chose Lisa. I would too. I mean, it was so bad that they had to put a sticker over her face there. I mean, on that, but even though that's just an artwork, but still. Here's some other things. Again, this is the same stuff that we got in the other series. Let me go over things. Okay, so Poinami back in uh, 2002, right around Bandai was um, re releasing or yeah, re releasing their stuff. They did a masterpiece line. And I thought this was kind of interesting because I think this predates the Transformers in a way. I don't know if this gave like maybe Takar or something to kind of go with, but these were a box set in the shape of more of a book, not like the Takar collection type of stuff, but this was more, you know, designed for that like really prestigious type of thing. So you got all the um, previously released VF1s, um, like one A's, one R's, all that type of stuff. And um, they had a little bit of a yeah, the certificate of authenticity. They were they were numbered, serial numbered, uh, but you got some like more specs on them, and a little bit more stuff to go with them, like ladders and missile pods, missile pods, and all that type of stuff that you didn't get prior. When do you get a pilot? So yeah, I have a couple of these, and they're. A little bit different from like the original G1 Jetfire mold. Yeah. The weird thing about these is they have thigh swivels, but they're they're in such a way that they don't do anything. Like <laughs> you can't use them to pose. It's very weird. It's like the use most useless little slice thigh swivel I've ever seen. It's crazy. Huh. There's Jack Archer's. That's from down the road. The file looks exactly the same as Rick. Interesting. And they have all the characters, so I'm not going to go through them all. Miriam's, Ben's, all that. And then we've probably seen this. I've probably done something on the show last year or something, but 30th anniversary, Veritic Fighter Transformable. This is a 100 scale, 1 100 scale. So this is more of a um, 6 inch. Transformal Veritech. So, I think these retail for, I don't know, like, like 40, 50 bucks. Something like that. They're there. No die cast. I like how they did the 30. So, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the other ones. Again, Toynami has. The, has all the rights. So that's what you're going to see. I think gone are the days of the 155 scale. I think that's just Bandai. If they can do them. All right. So, like I said, those Matchbox and Harmony Gold appeared later on in the Exo Squad um, toy line. Which is weird. There was a subline wow. in the Exo Squad called the Robotech series. 
and you got a Veritech fighter again, which is cool. It was a different paint deco or a sticker, but it had the same features as you had before. You could put it in super mode um, as far as having the um, the backpack and all that type of stuff. Non-transformable, but this was for your three and three-quarter inch figures, so it's not bad. And you also got... Why does that look like it's coming out of its ass? Ah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I just noticed that. Jeez, it's bending over. And it's a butt cannon, in a way. My ass God. guns. <laughs> Didn't Astro Boy have ass guns? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah damn. Anime. Jeez. Uh, but you got this uh, wonderful piece of technology again uh this wonderful mech this veritech hover tank again i said i don't know after all these years i'm like oh my god it's an ass cannon um here's a battle pod and then he also got the officer's battle pod which is cool i don't remember the and this was by playmates and i i don't know how they got these original molds from harmony gold or from you know matchbox i'm not sure um but it's interesting. Got all the little guys too, the six inch battle pod guys. Another company came out a little bit later on in 2001. They did a 160 scale to a 148 scale. Their 148 scale was more of like their masterpiece of the Veritex, but Yamato, now called Arcadia, came out with their version of a Veritex. This came with the missile pods and all this. I have several of these. Um, they're really nice, a lot of die casts, but they they don't really transform like a normal Veritech where the legs swing out. You actually unclip the legs and plug them into the front end. So it's, I guess you could say it's kind of like a parts former. Uh, but the rest of it transforms exactly the same. This folds down, head comes out. But for some yeah. reason, they, they did something with the legs. And... Uh, with them doing that with the legs, though, they were able to put in some more articulation. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the hips, specifically. I think maybe even a waist swivel. I can't remember now. I think so. Yeah, they did. It's in the cone. It's, yeah. yeah, it's right here. Yeah, I remember that. And I did like the fact that they, they came with a piece for the cockpit so you didn't have to have it you know, clear. You could actually have it so it looks like it's in its battle, um, battle mode and all that type of stuff, too. Um, not bad. This was a 10th anniversary uh, Japanese uh, Toys R Us exclusive. Cool. Wish our Toys R Us's did that type of shit. Mm. Ew. I still can't even find that freaking Groot. Hey, Toys R Us. Uh, here's the VF1A. I have this one. I think this is yellow because my, my missile pods don't look yellow like that. They're white, so I don't know. The F1A Maxes, that one's nice. This one's also nice. I got that one. They're they're they are smaller than your um, standard Bandai 155 scale. Um, so if you're trying to match them up, yeah. But I do like the fact that you get these missile pods, and you can clip them on the bottom of the wings. Got the super modes for them. Also the VF1J, Myriads, there's Maxes. Also, Rick's. There's also Rick's 
and the Skull Squadron, BF-1S. So, BT-1 Super Austrian. And uh, some more Armored Valkyries. And this is their larger scale, 148 scale. This was more of their masterpiece by Yamato. It came in nice slip boxes, window flap type boxes. So you got an actual working cockpit with the pilot, much like Toinami's masterpiece line. As you can see there, all the different little modes. All right, and they also gave us an SDF-1, fully transformable too. So that's pretty cool. Nice. I like that. It's expensive, but again, I'm still waiting for Soul Jigokin. Oh, I want that. Oh. I, still, I still need it. Is anyone at NGCC dropping the Voltron? An SOC Voltron? Uh, yeah. I know, I'm not selling mine. I was going to try and sell my King of Beasts, but I can't find all the accessories for it just yet. So I'll just wait for SOC to be out of stock everywhere and then see if someone will compromise and buy that thing from me. <laughs> yeah, I'm tempted to buy it, but everywhere is sold out and it's I'm not paying 30 extra dollars at BBTS. Bastards. Hiking it up. Yeah. It's like, I know that Victory Saber 77 is going to want this. Let's hike it out. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Well, James, if, if, I, if I see one there, I'll let you know. Cool. I would, I would imagine we probably will see one there, but I'm curious to see what the uh, scalper price will be. I'd be curious to see if you find any fans' toys, Dinobots. But see, that's the thing. I didn't want to talk well, to you guys. Well, grind, you guys. Grinder will be there for sure. Yeah, but... I need, uh, that one's easy to come by, and everyone's got them. So I want to get trying to get the other ones, but I didn't want to ask you guys because I live, you know, on the other side of the freaking country. So it's like a shit ton of money to ship. So just, you just have to wait, and we'll give it to you at TFCon. Oh God! No, if I have to, I'll fly my ass out to the East Coast just to get it. I. I wouldn't do that. I mean, I obviously I'd ship it, but still, I, I don't know. I, there's no, I have no patience for that. But I saw that Jose might be selling a a Willis. Yeah, I thought what? that was weird too. I'm gonna tap him on the shoulder tomorrow. I'll be like, what, "What are you doing, man?" Like, he's damn. he's kind of more of a chug guy, I think now. So we'll see. Oh, because I'd buy that Willis, uh, uh, but I don't know. I can't find Willis either. So wow. I had to make choices. Um, Gun dog, and I, I didn't. I, I don't know. Sorry, Ace. I'm not really a fan of it. Yeah. All right. Some differences between the toys. We have Bandai's Matchbox SDF one on the left, and on the right we have the original Takatsu, uh, Taku, whatever the original Taku Toku SDF one. Um. So you can see the difference between the two. Obviously, this one has stickers. You can get stickers, I'm sure, but you can see that the paint, the size, actually is a little bit different. So, just right out of the box. Um, other differences between the Valkyries here, we have the Toyonami's 1-100 scale, then we have the Bandai's High Metal 1-100 scale, and then we have the Yamato's V2-160. And you can see the differences between the two. 
So I'm not going to go over that all the details. I mean, it's it's your preference on what you want. Um, after watching the show, they all look good. The Toynami looks kind of cheap. Not as much detail as far as for this BF1S. You don't have the Skull Squadron logo on the tail fin. You don't also have the Macross symbol on the um, side by the canopy. You don't have the 001. You don't have the UN Spacey if you want that. But I'm sure there's also decals you can get for that. Yeah, and just keep your eye on that scale if you're if you're searching for them because this was like 15 years ago. Um, I'm like, I don't know which one scales with the G1 Jetfire. I'm like, what scale is that? I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's the oh, one this is, there's a nice chart. Here you go. <laughs> So here is the Toynami 155 scale. That is the jet fire right there. And then you have next to it the 160 Yamato. That's their version two. That's their more masterpiece. Um, and then you got the little one, the 100 that we just saw. The Toynami, the Bandai. The ba- oh, go back. Damn, your computer. Um, the Bandai looks pretty good. The Kaiyudu, um, the Rebel Tech are a lot smaller, but they did also align two. Uh, transformable also. And if you don't like toys and you like to put stuff together, there's model kits for you. Um, oh. so, um, here they are again. This is the super mode for the VF1S. So you got all of them. The one 100 scale, the 160, the 162, uh, 160 volume 2 of Yamato, Toynami's 155, Bandai's 155, Chunky. Uh, I guess they're body shaming. I don't know. Uh, and Yamato is 148. Um, they're more masterpiece, which looks really good. I'd actually go with that. I don't have any of those. I have this one. So, as you can see, this is what I was telling you about. They don't size up. So I have this size scale, 155, and I have the 160. So, it's like I'm a small child. Yeah, same here. And then here's a little deformed dudes. I don't know. It's a Kirkland battery. Costco. Nice. Like it. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Joke machine. I guess that's what they did call him. That's kind of a kind of a spit in the Hasbro's face. Yeah, they do these super deformed versions. All right. Here is the difference between the. Uh, Takato, uh, take hot oh, damn <laughs> fucking names. Hate it. Um, I, maybe I should drink and yeah, actually then go and try and say these names. Um, take uh, 155 scale next to the Bandai 2002 reissue. This is the one I have over here. Um, you can see the little differences between the two. Um, the 2002 version actually has the um, black stripe going around the uh, forearm, um, but it is missing the little triangular sticker pieces that the original has and then you can see some of the warning signs are missing um and such but you can probably get repro labels and all that or a gundam marker it's missing the red stripe so there are differences if you're trying to look for something original than a reissue definitely um you should watch this show I'm not going to go over every single deal. So this is the stuff that you probably should watch. Okay, so we have some other differences here. We have the Bandai 1990 release. You can see the cockpit is clear, the canopy. 
whereas the the original is not Takedo Toku. There we go. Usually I'm good at saying Japanese stuff. Shit, I can read some of it too. It's like, damn it. For some reason I can't read that. Uh, Bandai 1990 version. The head sculpts are different. The actual antennas, they are the the guns on the uh, four on the sides of the head are different. Um, you can see that there's differences in the look of the legs where the landing gears flip out, which I absolutely—it's hilarious. So Jetfire, I've I've hurt my finger so many times as a kid when I had that trying to do the. I mean, it's like you cringe when you're like, okay, I'm gonna land. Oh shit, it's gonna hurt. I'm like, bam. Oh god, my fingernail. Getting the Bandai releases, it's like they put an extra strength spring in there so you could like replicate what you had as a kid. So it's like, oh, they're strong. <laughs> Dude, I really <laughs> too. There. Oh man, I hated that so much. It's like, what's wrong? It's like, oh, I just, I just was landing my Veritech, and you know, the front <laughs> spring just snapped me in the freaking finger. It's like, that's why it's all purple <laughs> and everything. <laughs> Uh, here's the differences for the uh, machine stamps for the uh, Takata Toku's version. Obviously, it's in, you got the Japanese kanji writing on there, opposed to the Bandai reissue where it says Bandai 2001. Um, the original release was 1982 and such. And now let's move into some model kits. So we had several different companies that were able to get the license for the Macross. Robotech stuff. First one is Ari here. Or I don't know how to pronounce it, but AR double I plastic models. They gave us a lot of the SDF ones and the Veritex in conjunction with IMI. They also gave us um Veritex also, but they were um different size scales, so um, which was kind of nice to distinguish between the two. So we saw the um SDF one cruiser here. Macross one eight thousand scale. They got one one hundred scale for the VF one J. Now I don't think these were the actual ones you had to put together with adhesive and all that other stuff. The other ones were no. These are the snap type. Yeah, that's yeah. I thought it was cheap that they had to snap them together. But um, here's some other ones. Again, you got all the ones that you got before. Now, these aren't transformable. At least these ones here, the one 170 scale. But I did like this. You can get little repair bays for your Valkyries and such. Kind of like what we get with those Gundam chain bases. Gerwalk, 15th anniversary. A lot of the Bandai releases of the models kits are exactly the same as what we got here back in the day. It's just repackaged. That's all it is. It's the same look, same design. It's nothing. Um, it, it didn't change until um, Hasegawa, I think is what they're called, took over or did a line which modernized the Valkyrie. Same style, but it gave us a new, um, a new mold. I guess you could say. Um, so, there's some other ones here. 
Valkyrie, the Max, we have the Super Valkyrie, but this company also gave us action figures. So if you didn't want to play with models and all that type of stuff, much like Gundam did back when uh, Gundam Wing came out, you can actually get these little posable uh, plastic action figures. And they came with an actual figurine. That's nice. So here's a VF1J. In tune to the 15th anniversary. You can get them in their different modes also. They were not transformable, but still. Get the Gerwalk, get the Jet mode, Battleoid, all that. Super mode. Doesn't come with bullet holes. It's too bad. All right, here's the IMI stuff. SDF1, 28,000 scale. How about again? What was that scale, Jane? One eight thousand. <laughs> no small. For that size, yeah, we're looking at. So I hate the fact that they they take it from the size of the actual vehicle. I don't know what, what the size of that is. One one hundred scale. Or the um, phalanx there, little battle pods. And 172 scale. I read somewhere where the first company already did like the odd number scales, and then this company, I might, did the even number scale or something. I don't know, something like that. I don't know if that's true. But could have been hallucinating. 172. These are, I love the artwork. Um, just, I would collect this just for the box art for the old school stuff. If you can get a nice clean box, I love that artwork. Um, a lot of this, not that, but like this stuff, it's pretty good. Miria or Amelia, whichever, um, Mac Cross is Derotech name, Max. And then there was another company who did a really, really small scale, one 200 scale. Um, this was done by, uh, Nichimo, I think. And so they did the same thing. So if you want Valkyries, non-transformable, Gerwalks, Battleoids, all that type of stuff. So they're there. Let's see. Big West Jim. I don't know it's Jam. Big West Jim. Um, Bandai then got into the into the picture, and as you can see, it's basically the exact same thing we already saw from the other series. So, so there's an SDF one. They just put special coding version. Whatever that means, stickers. Um, Super Battleroid, Battleroid, Valkyrie or Battleoid, whichever one you want to call it. VF1S Super Valkyrie. This was transformable, which is cool. Little 1982. Again, the series was based off of or. A platform for the model kits. They didn't get toys a little bit later. Here too. Two one kits. This is a Revel. These are the ones that I guess helped name Robotech. One seventy scale. That is derpy looking. Um, also did a um, SDF one, which is about nine and a half inches tall. 
one five thousand scale. This is a photo of a painted and assembled model. So that ain't gonna look like anything that you're getting out of that box. Ain't not included. Rebel also did changing versions, uh, transforming versions. Now, Hasegawa here, this is the company I was telling you about. They came in, um, when did they come in? In the 90s, I think, mid 90s, late 90s. They were really um, good about doing realistic military model kits. And that's what they did with the Valkyries, with Robotech, which um, the artwork is fantastic. Uh, but they're really done very well. These are more of the higher end model kits. Uh, Non-transformable, but you could get them in each mode if you wanted. So you got the Gerwalk, you got the you got the Jet. VF1Js, VF1As, VF1S, everything like that if you want. They had it. And they also did an SDF-1 macro, um, Macross, is what it's called. SDF. Not bad. Movie edition. Ooh, from Do You Remember Love? Cool. Prometheus and Daedalus. Okay, that's what it was, Prometheus. The other hand, arm. I knew they had names. There they are again, another SDF-1. And then also, Asagawa did these nice, really cool decals. So I like that. Then up next is the Wave line that came out after that. Who gave us a 1-100 scale, 172 scale. 172 scale was the um, Asagawa also. So... These look pretty good also. This is the re, um, I guess the wave actually did a lot of the retooling and developing a better looking uh, Valkyrie than um, what we got in the previous ones where Bandai was just copying what was already released. There you go. More streamlined. Look at that. That looks pretty good. Oh, go back. You guys like model kits? Yeah, the patience. I don't have the patience, but you guys do. Uh, no, sometimes. You guys have the shakes. No. Okay, I'm just curious. I've had some buddies. I've said, like, yeah, what? You like the markets? Like, yeah, I do, but I have the. I've like, I can't. I'm not a surgeon for a reason. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, cool. <laughs> Got the shakes on it. So. I mean, this is not something I would want to get into, but. I've, I've looked at some of those Gundam model kits and they look pretty cool. Yeah, the Gundams is one aspect where I would have to do a lot of research on like what grade I want to go. Do I want to do this and then high grade, master um, grade? Yeah, and then panel lining and having it put together. Oh man, that would just be a pain in the ass. Uh, Wave also did a transformable Macross or SDF one, which is really cool. They've also done two. They did a movie version. They did this version. Um, so there we go. That's it. There you go. 
I didn't have all my pictures, unfortunately. I, I lost a couple of stuff, but um, because my computer, I have to buy a new computer, but um, I just threw this together. That's a nice picture, though. I like that. I put that on the wall. This one's funny. I did this nice edit of a Yamato <laughs> Valkyrie. <laughs> you got the shadow there. That's pretty nice. So, all right. At ECC, um, Emerald City Comic Con, they actually had Harmony Gold talking about, they had a panel talking about a live action, Sony Pictures doing a live action movie. And hopefully um, it will come true. I mean, I enjoyed the Space Battleship Yamato live action movie that they did a couple of years ago. And I think something like this would actually, um, I think, work. As long as Michael Bay is not doing it. <laughs> All right. So there we go. Cool. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, any of you guys fans of Robotech watched it? I, I remember uh, a little bit of it when it first came out. Yeah. I didn't actually get to see it till it started airing on uh, the Cartoon Network, like right in like the mid yeah. to late nineties. Okay. Yeah, that's when I, about when I saw it too. I think. Because I remember I hearing, I remember hearing a friend of mine when we were kids used to talk about the show, but that's when he would like he used to like live out of town, like out of state somewhere, where I originally grew up. Okay. Cool, cool. How about you, Fats? Fats? No, I never, um, never watched it. Um, oh. I always saw it. You know, I always saw the, the jets or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Could you explain? I see you went through the history of it, and it went through so many different hands. Um, yeah. you know, like Matchbox, Playmate, and stuff. I never really knew the full story on the, on the jet fire, with the Harmony Gold. You, know, I always hear pieces like. I know they went to court. He said no. He didn't want to part with the distribution. Like, do you know the full story without getting too much detail? No, I don't know the full story per se. I mean, I've heard from people talking and I've read where when um, Matsushiro, they were the company, I believe, that designed the Valkyrie. It was Soji Kawamori who's the actual designer with someone else, I think. And um, the what, what Takato toys, whatever the hell they are, they, um, they went belly up and Hasbro came in and wanted to um, purchase the designs. And roughly around that time, I think they went for the patent on that design. So they had it, but it wasn't in time or something. I don't know what happened. Um, I know Harmony Gold's had a lot of issues, um, not just with that. They've they've been in and out of court on various things. Um, right. What's their issues? It's they just like Yeah, they just don't want Hasbro to have Hasbro any to have likeness and anything to do with that that design because they feel that it's encroachment on their like that's their veritic, that's their that's you know, the bread and butter. 
um, even to the point where they were suing or wanted to sue. Maybe they did. They go. They went through, but they uh, it was thrown out of court. But that whole San Diego Comic Con exclusive, right? The, that was the Jetfire. Yeah, the, the crossover. Crossover. Yeah. They they were like yeah. in an uproar, like that's that's too close or this, and it's like no, it's it's not. It's, I mean, it's that would be the same thing as like Hasbro trying to go after or Takara going after third party. But I mean, there's a little more legitimacy, I think, because it's exactly right. something. But this isn't. So I don't know the like getting into the the, the like the meat of it, but I just know that um, it's changed hands quite a few times, and um, it, it was um, it was raised during the whole reissue. Um, craze back in like early 2000 where like oh man are we gonna get certain reissues because you know bandai has the molds or uh, you know or harmony gold has it like we'll never see a jet fire and we thought we'd never see a Trypticon or some of those ones that were not that were bought from a different company that weren't potentially owned like skylinks was one omega supreme but we got them right so, I don't know. So the whole time Harmony Gold has the rights or owns the patent to oh. that figure to this day, I guess. They own the character and the likeness of that likeness. property. But I believe that Bandai owns the the actual mold of the Veritech of the Jetfire. I believe now. Because they re they release it and all that. I, I, I don't know. I don't I, it's it's hard. Um, I'm sure someone in the chat's probably like going in an uproar, like, "Oh, that's not true." It's this. <laughs> so, I I don't know. Um, it, it would be a good discussion later on. Um, um oh, car, you do. What are you saying? I'm gonna check the chat because I usually don't check the chat <laughs> for stuff. Because I know um, it was even an issue. A few years ago, they created that. Um, Hasbro made that art book. Um, I think it was like last year, two years ago, and they went back to the archives and they pulled out a lot of the original um, artwork for the boxes for the toys. And that oh, was yeah, yeah. one. Jeff I was one of them that they didn't include because I remember hearing an interview, hmm. but no one ever goes into detail why, like exactly why. They might have had a, uh, a stop motion or order on certain things, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. I'd have to go into more research on that. Maybe that I could do that later on uh, for another show. I mean, who knows? Um, but I do agree with Karyudu fans. So Army Gold are a bunch of dicks. They are. Right. Um, That's the common, common thread that they're dicks all of them right yeah um well it's it's like the same thing like i've always um i'm a huge brave fan and people have asked me since i i you know deal with that all the time i was like yeah why don't we get these again like well it's different back then it was takara but now takara doesn't have um right the rights and you know and the characters now are over you know in a different camp and it's just it's it's not beneficial uh, monetary wise to go that route and it's just like so fuck it 
<laughs> don't want to do it. Um, but like with Robotech, I mean, that that's a lot bigger and, you know, more global and everything else. And it's just like Harmony Gold. I, they've, they've gone after Hasbro so many times. That San Diego Comic-Con box set, they've gone after um, Hasbro with that Jetfire Voyager class that they did for the Classics line. I mean, really? Oh, yeah. The last one? Um, I don't know about the generations, but the previous one, the classic one back in 2008 or whatever, that had the actual, you know, all that stuff. Um, They went after that one. Um, It's just, I don't know. It's not like they need the money. I don't don't get it. Um, So we'll see. All right, let's see. Um, I'm going to go through the chat because I I always forget to go through the chat. So. Ogechi Teixeira. I'm probably butchering that like the ETR guy. Um, oh, wait. I should, have, I should have Brink. Brink, you're there. I should have you go through. <laughs> you know how to pronounce these guys' names. Uh, Frogman78. We have Sunday Heat. Uh, BVZXA3. Um, yes, Carl Maishik is our May, May, Maishik. Um, he was the, the, the dude who brought it over here to the States. And um, all that. Um, uh, let's see. Primacon. Bram just woke up. How's everybody doing? We're doing good. You could join us. Uh, Knight of Ren, what's up? 789. Um, I was looking for the Hangout link, couldn't find it. Facebook page. Yeah, Jim, I think you forgot to post the Hangout link in the page. Always oh, saw the YouTube link. Yeah. Ah, son of a monkey. Um, Primer saying ass 209, what the hell? Uh, Lord Shadowkeeper, cool. Um, a lot of names that I'm uh, familiar with. Uh, Plastic Therapy, cool. Uh, Career Fan Subs, and that's it. Send me a link, brother. All right, Nick. Talk amongst yourselves, people. Uh, did I forget? Damn it. Oh. No wonder I've. Oh. Uh, some. In some sites that I've read, people have just been pissed really at Harmony Gold because I mean they're they're being stringy, stingy with the license, but they're not making any toys. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they they've given the rights over to Toynami. Oh, I didn't. I was talking prior and all that crap. They keep talking about plans for a, a Robotech movie, but so far. Haven't heard anything yet. What? That was actually playing. Um, I've heard, you know, rumors about plans for a Robotech film, and nothing's ever taken off yet. Oh, they're they're in the works with Sony. They talked about yeah. that at Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. So are they just waiting on uh, Harmony Go to get out there behind to let them make this thing happen or what? Uh, from their perspective, no. 
they're waiting on the, the, the script in. So, the script. Okay. yeah. On. I will admit, Absolutely. though, it's it's a good series, at least. I mean, fuck Harmony Gold. But as far as an anime is concerned, it's it's definitely worth um, watching um, if you've never seen it um, and all that. Um, and, and the animation is decent. Um, so, all right, here we go. All right, their link has been now posted on the Facebook page. I will send it to you directly. So, um, yeah. Anything else uh, you guys want to talk about? All right. Cool. Um, any other topics? Um, you think it's a, a good time to be a nerd? Collector? Seems like we're more accepted now than ever before. All right. Yeah. Sent to Nick. I mean, you see it in media now across the board, TV shows, movies, um, acceptability of just nerding out, being able to nerd out. Oh, I hear myself. It's me. What's up, Mr. Green? Nothing much, man. Go. Trying to mute this TV. There, oh, oh. there we go. Just push it to the floor <laughs> all right cool um well, i'll tell you some people uh tell you a quick story about the being a nerd um all right cool at my job in my at my office i have a shelf right and i have um a couple models that i've done i have the ghostbusters car i have jetsons in the in their shuttle mm. i have uh back to the future they're all 20, uh, 24 scale models, right? So Dukes of Hazards, Back to the Future, first one, car, Ghostbuster, Batman, and I'm missing one. Uh, oh, the 18 van, right? So a dude comes in my office. I work for a big company, comes in. He sees my stuff. And he kind of puts a face on and walks out. Three days later, he comes up to me. And there's a whole bunch of people around. He pulls me to the side. He hands me a CD. He goes, "You need to walk. You need to read The Walking Dead." And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Don't tell no one." And he just walked away. And I haven't seen him since. But it was just weird. Like he was ashamed <laughs> of reading <laughs> The Walking Dead comics. <laughs> like I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But anyway, he ended up giving me the whole um, the whole series. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, it's nice, but it's just weird that the dude is like he didn't want no one to know but me for some i guess because he saw the you know the models and that's it he didn't ask me anything he just left 
He just assumed. I'd be like, hey, they came with the office. What the hell, man? Wait for me. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Um, keep stuff in an office. I just would be scared that people would steal it <laughs> or do yeah. something to it. As long as I guess if it's a locked office and it, you know you're the only one, you know, going in there unless yeah. it's, you know maybe the janitors or whatever is the cleaning crew or whatnot. But still, I I don't know if I could trust anyone. I wouldn't want yeah. to bust it. <laughs> it goes in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. put those after, back together. Yeah. But, yeah, after that interaction, I felt like um, I guess some people were still ashamed or i guess i mean this was a older dude he was um i don't know he must well i think it's a generation gap too i mean we are more acceptable amongst each other it's it's normal it's you know you can in a way do this as a as a job and you know you know whether it's reselling or you know whether you're doing reviews youtube you know whatever it may be but like older people, you know, people like like my parents' age, maybe slightly younger than them. It's still like one of those things that that's not normal. When are you gonna do something that's normal? When are you um, gonna do something with your life besides play with the fucking toys? Yeah. I mean, my yeah. my parents come over to my house and they'll come down and you know they they come down the stairs and you know you walk in and the first room that you see is is we've turned it into a gym. What used to be the kids little play area, but we got rid of that. So um, they can work out now. And then they got the media room. And then off of that is my toy room. And so sometimes I'll have the door open so they can, um, you know, just, so I'm, I'm in there working around. They can, they're watching TV, but my dad will constantly at times look over there and be like, and then he'll finally, I'll either have to say something to him like, well, what's, what's wrong? You're okay. Like, no, or he'll get up and walk over and like, Jesus, what the hell? I'm like, what? It's a fucking store in here. And I'm looking around at everything. I'm like, what? It's like, you got things like, I've never like seen all this crap. And like, like, what are you going to do? And my mom's the worst. She's like, what are you going to do with all this? Are you going to take it with you to the grave? I'm like, I'm going to certainly try. Yeah. <laughs> it's Or she said, you can't use this for anything. I'm like, what do you mean? I can sell this and I could, do whatever I wanted if I wanted to, or do, you know, or when she says, you can't take this with you. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to take it with me. Um, why do you think I have that U-Haul next door? Just in case like <laughs> sliding all that shit with me and I'm taking off. Um, no. Um, but, and then it really hit the fan. Cause I had one room in my house for toys and I wasn't secretive about it. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm this is my display. I had it in an apartment and we had it, all set up everywhere, but I took away one of the spare bedrooms um, for this shit that I have now, which is just an overstock of boxes and stuff in, you know, my um, you know games and anime and books and all that type of shit. So that really like my parents were like one Christmas like, oh yeah, we'll take the room that's downstairs, you know, over by that's by the. Um, the other bathroom and like, oh, sorry. What do you mean? I, um, yeah, that's not a little on a spare bedroom. Like what? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, what did you do to it? Oh, did you turn it into that the little like library den thing that you wanted? Like, oh, uh, not quite. <laughs> and then until they come in here, like, Jesus Christ, and you got a second room with all this shit now? Like, yep. Like, it's like, yep. It's just trying to give you a hint. Maybe you should get a hotel. Get a hotel room. 
Uh, no, but uh, it's it's that type of stuff that it's embarrassing to have people come over. Maybe I feel like it because I don't want people to judge me. I don't want people to right. be like, man, this guy's a freak. But looking at collecting and or just, you know, being a nerd now, it's it, it's more acceptable. You know, I can come out of the, the basement with Cheeto hands and the Mountain Dew and my little, you know, helmet beverage drink holder and <laughs> see the sun again and not have to be ridiculed and having people come after me with pitchforks and stuff, but I don't know. Who knows? But Are I'm you just embarrassed with your collecting? Hell no, I'm at the point if somebody doesn't nope. like if somebody doesn't like it, I just tell them, well, it makes me happy. There you go. <laughs> Nick's like, let's go. Let's yeah. go down right now. Or <laughs> there's an octagon in the backyard. You show me if my collection sucks. Let's go. Come on. Because man, it it like growing up, I'm sure it's similar for some people, but like you felt ostracized for being a nerd. You know, it's not it wasn't as acceptable as it is now where kids are running around school with like Pokemon card binders and shit. Oh god, yeah. That's you know, it it wasn't. If you were into nerdy shit, that was an immediate trigger for a bully. They were just on your ass. And now I'm an adult, and I'll be damned if somebody's going to try and just, like, make me feel bad for what makes me happy. I mean, I like my figures more than I like most humans. (laughs) (laughs) True, though. That's true. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I do love it when my um, my son's friends come over and my um, my son will ask like, "Dad, open it up." Like, what do you mean? Open it up. Let him see it. Like, all right. And I open it up, and then he'll bring them down, and they're like, "Like, I swear, it's like one of them out of like the five that come down, like just took a shit in his pants." It's like, oh my god, what the hell? It's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm the cool dad. Get the hell out of here now. Um, yeah. Get out of here before you break something, kid. Yeah, don't touch nothing. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, it's, it's difficult at times for um, for me to deal with adults. But, yeah, most of the time, I try not to let it get to me and just be like, you know what? Um, but my wife has always told me, keep it in the rooms because I used to have it out and about like living room and all this stuff like oh yeah I'm, oh ooh, you know what could really look good on that shelf the transformer <laughs> I think it would really pop and you know really that the the way you painted that wall and if you put a prime next to it and a Megatron <laughs> and maybe on the other side a Unicron and a Primus and maybe a G.I. Joe tank over there and Possibly a mass toy, and you know, a little silverhawk little design in the bathroom. Tiger sharks really go well with the bathroom theme. I, I got vetoed on that stuff, but um, yeah, throw you some burger time figures <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, food fighters and all that. They, but yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm married, you know, so my collection was in our old house was taken over our living room because I didn't really, and 
place we had then. I didn't have a place to display. So that's my wife's one caveat. It's just, you know, keep it in, in my office. And, uh, but the thing is, is uh, she started collecting stuff. And so she's talking about, she's talking about she might need to detail for the living room for her Firefly collection. I'm like, oh, really? That's <laughs> Haven't been able to get the wife on board with collecting anything except yarn. Mm. Shoes. Ah. Anything you can wear. It's almost, for me, it's almost starting to backfire. Um, I've been collecting for years, and my girlfriend's never said anything about it. So she saw an email that I got from um, Sideshow. You know those oh, new... Oh, yeah. Sideshow. Yeah. Like, wait, email. it gets worse. Wait, it gets worse. <laughs> so you know the the new um the horror statues they've been making? Like they have a uh, Jason yeah. mm-hmm. statue, the big ass. She said to me the other day, she was like, That's really nice. She was like, Can can I start a collection of horror? Because she's into the horror films and stuff. So we started looking at the prices of this stuff. And I'm like, Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's worth the money. And I just got this look like really? It's yeah, not you worth can't the do money. If she if she's worried about price, send her towards NECA. The words from a collector to your significant other is never say nothing about price. Right. Because all your shit's going to come into play and they're going to be like, huh, really? I can't buy this at this price, but yet. But all our stuff's $40. I have. Doesn't matter. I have 15 Marvel Legend figure, you know, 1500 Marvel figures looking at me with beady eyes and I was like, oh, well, come on. Sense of security. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I love getting the looks, though. I just, I love pissing off my wife, going to, like, the store. I mean, like, she disappears, going to find stuff, and I have, like, a bundle of, like, Marvel Legends, like, all right, I'll tell my son or my daughter, like, okay, try and get her to look over here. And I'll dump them and I'll take off. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll see what happens when it's like, if they're still there, she goes and puts them back. And she has done that once. Like, mm. what are you doing? You're putting them back. It's like, well, you're not getting these. You're getting something else. I'm like, but did you become that little angel devil person on my shoulder? What the hell? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. I can come up with a ton of funny stories that have happened to me over the past because I've been collecting for 20 plus years and my wife's been part of that <laughs> for you know, the stuff that we went through. I mean, not just toys. I mean, like video games, anime. Mm. Never have a conversation with your wife about anime, especially when you bring home something like high school DXD or something that's like, these are well-endowed women. Like, yeah. Okay, um, how do I... And but most of the time it's because I like the I like the voice actors because I've met a lot of, and that's the nice thing I've actually been able to go into like Anime Oasis and all this other stuff and Kura uh, Sakura Khan is coming to uh, Seattle but um, she's met some of these voice actors so I could bounce it off like oh you remember me Jamie Marquis she's she's Rias oh really yeah all right cool yes <laughs> you know that type of crap so. And uh, speaking of horror, Robert England, I got to see him. Oh, nice! Um, at um, Emerald City Comic Con, Stan Lee's last um, hurrah. John Bernthal canceled Dick, but I saw him last year, so it didn't really matter. 
Stanley just canceled a New York con. I don't remember which one because of poor health. Huh. Oh, the one for tomorrow. Yeah. The New York um it wasn't too bad. I mean, I, well, I wasn't like quizzing him on anything, but he had a nice one-on-one with Todd McFarlane about Spider-Man. Mm. Cool. Um, nice. Maybe if he's feeling better, he'll stop by NJCC tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Where is that Silver Age? <laughs> oh, that would be so freaking cool to see someone that just shows up at one of those. Stanley. Excelsior. Like, what? I just heard Excelsior. What the hell? And the little old dude walks out. Like, oh my god, what the hell? Did you, did um Robert England talk about that documentary that's coming out? Where he um, I didn't go to his panel. I just went to his office. Uh, okay. Yeah, because so. he's got a new documentary coming about where he, uh, it's about the makeup of Freddy. So, like, he puts the makeup on again and he says it's for the last time. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't go to his panel. I, was, I don't know what I was doing. I went to several panels, but I hate going to those type of shows where it's like there's a panel, and then there's another panel that I need to get to, and I have to book out of there, and, and then there's a line already, so it's like I have to stand or I don't get in. And bitch. Uh, but it was fun. Um, but um, the anime show that's coming... That's gonna be good. Vic Manoa is gonna be there with Todd Habercorn, and they're always great together. Um, and I'm hoping they have a panel together. Um, so there's someone else that's coming there that I want to see. Chris Patton, Sosuke Sagara. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. If only Lucy Christian would show up. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I got some fans' toy shit to buy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's about it. So, James, it's just the dinos you're going after, or uh, what's the deal? Uh, well, if you want a little um, insight to my collecting habits, I buy masterpiece, but I, I usually buy I buy all official, mm-hmm. unless it's something like the bathing ape or bait, whatever those things are called. I don't really want to spend three hundred fifty dollars on a repaint. I'm not that diehard. But I do cherry pick the third party. I do love third party, but at times I'm just always like it. I'm always a backtracker, so I'm always got my hands dipped into something else, and I'm like, oh yeah, I need to get that. But then by the time I come around to it, it's like, oh shit, something else is coming up. I gotta wait. And I'm okay. I'm gonna get this one. But um, like I didn't pick up Fans Toys as Willis, and I didn't pick up their Dinobots, and now. Um, that I've gotten rid of Giga Power. I want those, and I'm like, you know what? I want that Hound. Um, but like, I have the other ones. Like, I have um, Tesla. I do have that one, and I like that. They're Perceptor, not Perceptor. Yeah, Perceptor. Um, and then I have. Um, I do have the um, Insecticons, but I, I'm wanting now the gray-chested version of Bombshell. I don't want the purple one anymore. So, but yeah, so you, I want the Dinobots. So you like the fans' toys, Hound, better than the Make toys? I do. I do now. I just saw the. I mean, we you talked about it, and I know that Figabanging, you guys went over it, and, I, and Ace absolutely doesn't give 
doesn't like it at all. I don't. Yeah, like but that that's Ace, though. Yeah, I know. That's that's the joy of Ace doing a review. I love it when he does a review when he doesn't like something. <laughs> it's it's more it's better. Um, well, well, Ace is a huge Make Toys fan, so yeah, I think Maki he might toy, be little, Maki Toys. Maki Toys, right? Maki. He might be a little uh, biased. So, that and he, he couldn't transform Willis without taking the tires off. Which I found hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as the animation look, Willis does a great job. And that's what I've looked yeah. at. I think Fans Toys does a great job in that middle ground between toy, modern, or mature aesthetic, right? So yeah, definitely. They, they, they've nailed that. And that's what I really like about them because that's what the masterpiece, the Takara masterpiece lines kind of started out doing until until recently, right? So. Yep, definitely. Um, I went with um, Fansoy's Spotter. I think that's his name, right? Spotter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I went with that one just because it was the cheapest. I got it for like 110 bucks. So I'm like, oh, that's not bad. <laughs> I know the Make Toys is really good too, but I, that, I like the um, the look of the Make toy or uh, the fans toys more, but yeah, I'm I'm not on a like a huge kick on fans toys, but it's just that Willis because I'm a backtrack. I'm like okay, so I got rid of these. Now I'm like oh shit, maybe I should have realized or looked before I got rid of some of the stuff that um, I can't find any of it. So that's all. So when when you get third party, it's more about what's closer to animation. Not always, not 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 necessarily. It's if I like the character, um, it doesn't matter um, for third party. If it's if it's ma- if you're talking masterpiece, I'm not totally going wanting to go all tune. Um, some of it is the collector me too. I feel like at times, like I want, like let's say fans. So you asked me, um, Fats, a while back, like which which. Um, which Dinobots do you want? You want the X series, the more right. comic book? And the... part of me wants to because that's the more limited, and that's the collector to me. Right. Like I, I, maybe I want to go that route, even though it's not as you know as as it could be. But part of me wants to go that route just because of the fact that it's limited and it's like like that um, TFCon exclusive Sphinx. Right. Hmm, Five hundred of them. I don't need hmm. it. But it's limited. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll take it. Did you get it? Uh no, I did not get it. I saw so, one. I saw a couple of them for like 145 or something like that. I'm like, yeah. Uh, I ended up buying both of them. The wow. Chicago and the there was the one before it. Um, the, the Toronto. The Toronto, yeah. Yeah, the Toronto one to me is a lot better. Than Chicago, but I was so tempted at taking them apart and putting them. <laughs> <laughs> All the clear sides, but it wouldn't look right, though. Yeah, You'd have to, like, blowtorch it apart, wouldn't you? Yeah. I've thought about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've done worse. Yeah, right that's what I was going to do. I will probably end up getting those later on, because I like the the way that they did it, with the whole box kind of being like he's phased, you know, he's turning invisible, all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. And, um, but I don't know. Do you customize any of your figures? I wish I had talent, but no. 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 It'd be wasted. It's it, it would be like me throwing paint on a wall 
that's as good as I could do. I, I can't, can't do anything. Jackson Pollock of customizing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, what I did when um, the Hasbro Acid Storm came out with the camo on the wings? Yeah. I used um, uh, oven cleaner. And it took the paint right off. Yeah, it didn't break. I thought it was gonna turn frail, but it didn't. Still good, actually. It was. It was a old. It's a. I used to. I used to have um, gas powered uh, remote control cars, right? And and um, those parts always come like the aftermarket parts. The aluminum parts always come at crazy green or pink or purple. So if your car is all black, you really don't want to put aluminum pink control arms right so that's what you used to do is use the oven cleaner you spray it on there leave it on for a couple minutes and it comes right off but it's aluminum so you know you're not really going to damage it so one day i just took the wings off i said hey what's the worst i'll buy another one right because acid storm is cheap so i did it and it worked i was surprised well well that's as far as customizing i i do yeah, I uh, can't do. I can do some like touch-ups, maybe. Yeah. I've done, but yeah, actually taking something and trying to customize it into something, yeah, I can't. No, I mean like some of these three and three quarter inch Marvel Legends figures, I'm gonna have to touch up because the paint apps on them are absolutely horrible. Like they forgot some of the paints here and there, and they got shit all over them. I don't know what the hell. I mean, I know that the three and three quarter inch is just a stepping stone till they get to the six inch scale, but still. Um, so, what about the? Uh, are you a repo label guy? A rep? Um, I am, but uh, part of me is not anymore. At least for like G one stuff, because I'm. I I had an instance where I bought, I bought a Metro Titan mint in mint box. Stickers were not applied, so I'm like, okay, cool. I might get out of the box. Maybe I'll put some stickers, but I don't want to use the original, so I'm going to get the repros. Paid the money for them, and they're not the same. Hmm. I'm like, I'm comparing them, and I'm like, what the hell? I have the original sticker sheet here, and I'm like, they they changed the color, and they changed some of them. I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. So, um, yeah, I I don't go that route anymore with G1 stuff. If I'm looking at something like a chug, like a third-party chug or something like that, that they've done something to make it look better. Sometimes I'll do that. But those stickers add up. I'm more yeah. of just a faction symbol. Boom, put it on. I'm done. Walk I'm away. Done. And what about MPs? No, I don't put stickers on MPs. Um, I don't know why, but that's like a pet peeve of mine. Um, I hate when Takara includes a fucking sticker, too. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Bullshit! Why are you giving me a sticker? You should have just tampered it on if you needed it on there. What about like third-party MPs? Yes. Oh yeah, they need okay. a faction symbol. Okay. Yeah. They're That's naked. About it. I mean, I get some of the masterpiece toys. Like, um, who was one? Road Rage was that one that didn't come with a? He had stickers. Or no, it, it was Tiger Track. Um. It's because those were like Diclone or E-Hobby that they didn't have a faction. So I'm like, okay, well, fine. 
um, they were finally written into continuity from that moment. But I don't know. So um, I don't have any other topics. I did have not really. I had one with packaging. If you guys like, um, would you buy multiples of a certain figure if the packaging was too good to rip open? It just it really it brought the product to life whatever if it was a figure or you know whatever it was it just it didn't have the heart to open it up because it just looked really good just want to leave it in the packaging no nah, i like to rip everything open <laughs> even if you would have an opportunity to get a second one to keep one in package if it's a buy one get one free maybe <laughs> all right it's one of those bogos buy one get one <laughs> I just had to buy doubles of all the Combiner Wars because I love the packaging <laughs> so much. Yeah. <laughs> <Ass>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, Think of like Masters of the Universe or um, something that you can't repackage like, um, like a box. Like, so the Masters of the Universe Classics line, it's a really nice looking package. Not for all of them. I don't want to say all, of them, like like for He-Man or Skeletor. Well, the filmation stuff. Say that. Yeah, the filmation, but like it's got the it was the same package in, in a way. Oh yeah, the filmation is different. Um, but you don't want to take it off the card because the it looks really good. The bubble, you know, all that type of stuff, and it just it looks good. Um, that type of stuff is what I'm, you know, kind of at times I have to buy doubles of. Um, other things, you know, Combiner War stuff, yeah, just rip it. I mean, I know that it does have good artwork and everything else, but, you know, it's like, screw it. Well, it doesn't. Does, it... <laughs> <laughs> does anyone save the card if you rip it out the package? Or you oh, yeah. yeah. I give them to my kid. He yeah. likes those. That's like, so that's, like, another way, like, we share collecting is, you know, any figure I get third party masterpiece whatever he gets the card mm. nice. that's kind of that that's shitty <laughs> you get the toy and he's like here's the card well, he, dude he he's just excited for those cards as he is for toys okay well, that's what cool. about the coins anybody collect those coins I, well, if I have to get them I'll have them but yeah I don't usually go after them I haven't bought anything with a coin yet. Yeah, yeah I remember missing, like you're not missing out. Yeah, no. Some of them are cool, but most yeah. of them are just kind of like uh, there was no thought put into it. Um, yeah, and, and now they're not doing the coins, right? They're doing those little diecast figurines now, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, see if if the end game for Takara Tomi is you're going to get a chessboard for those pieces. That'd be now cool. that would be awesome, or something yeah, for the yeah. little figurines to make it worth the while. Instead of just, hey, here's something to put in, you know, if you're going to work, put it on your desk, <laughs> or leave it in the box. Yeah, but, but that means you would have to get what, like 32 or 64 of them. Hey, I have hope for the masterpiece line. Okay, I wanted to keep going. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. The coin, yeah, the coins were okay. I mean, it was kind of a, I don't know. I don't think there should be an additive. Added incentive, like pay ten extra dollars, fifteen extra dollars, you yeah. get the coin. I think the yeah. first fifty or hundred pre-orders get a coin or some shit. 
Um, but other than that, yeah, it's just kind of, I don't know. I don't see anyone's, I mean, has anyone like that does collect them? Is, is it I don't know. Are they valuable? Are they going to go up in price? Like, I did, I did <laughs> catch a post on Facebook last year where a guy just collected the coins only. No figures, just coins. Just no figures, just coins. Wow. Wow. Mm. All right. And I bet he's pissed now that they're not releasing coins. <laughs> he probably is. <laughs> I gotta go back like, to those state quarters. Is... Damn it. What a what a waste of time this was. He was probably putting them in a power morpher. If I remember correctly, he had a he had a nice display for him. That's the other thing too, yeah. I wouldn't I'd have to go what to a coin shop to put him in something. Right. Yeah, he had a mounted on something. Uh, I I can't remember exactly, but it it was tasteful. Thanks to his butterfly collection on the wall. There's my coin collection. <laughs> yeah, I guess that goes into displaying, right? So I've seen a couple pictures of figure, card, coin. Uh, two actually, well, like two masterpiece figures, right? So you have one in robot mode. One in car mode, car coin as a display. There you or, go. There you go, Jess. Right. Or you have the collectors who just have everything in A stands, right? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> then you got the diorama guys, right? Or some kind of pose. Yeah, um, I wish. That would be me. And then there's the guys like me that, that that I display mine in totes. You, you're there the tote you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for those totes to become like the decaf, the next decaf. You just stack those nice little totes on top of each other. Boom! Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get lights for them. I think next month. <laughs> Wait, are they in the box or loose in the Ziploc bag? They're 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 loose and totes, nice with, with layers of bubble wrap to protect them and stuff like that. Oh man, you should do just, like a collection video of just like going through your totes, just like trying to piece. <laughs> like okay, you can kind of see this one. See my this is my masterpiece tote is so good. <laughs> I can customize this better than a detox. See, I can just stack like six on each other. Boom. That's right. Room to grow. Have you ever bought a uh, second figure not realizing you already had the first one? Like, yep. Yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah. selling a few tomorrow. I hate that. Never with like high value like Transformers, but like little like uh, Marvel Selects and stuff. I did that once or twice. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I've done that with Marvel. Or not Marvel. Um, with G1 stuff. I would go to like a, a shop or a convention or something and be like, oh, I think that's the one I'm looking for. And my wife's no help. That sucks. And I ask her, like, yeah, is this the one I still need? I'm like, I don't know. Right. Like, you should, do, I, do I not? Do I talk about this? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think you talk about that one. I'm like, all right, I'll buy it. And it's like maybe 100 bucks, 125 bucks. And I get home, I'm like, shit, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my money. And then my wife's like, well, that's too bad. Should have thought about it first. I'm like, Display this in the bedroom. Stop um, taunting me. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've done that numerous times where I'm just I picked up several same G ones. Like uh it sucks. So oh well. 
but yep. Um, anything else you guys want to um, discuss? Let's make this a five-hour show. I want it to be five hours. All right. So here we go. Nah, I'm just kidding. But unless you guys want to talk off air of anything, yeah. Let's do that. I guess. Go I'm through cool. our outro since last time I forgot. So. Um, <laughs> you were half asleep. Yeah, I, I was. I was drained. That was those those shows doing like um, toy fairs and San Diego Comic Cons. They take a they're they're taxing, especially when your butt's numb, and you, you got to pee and you're hungry and you're like, come on, I don't want to do this. But <laughs> it is cool to see all this stuff, though. It is nice. Yeah, yeah. But being the host, I can't dip. At times, so that kind of sucks. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's go through some outros. Charles, tell the well, actually, Brian, you're number one. So tell us where you're at, what you're doing, and all that. All right, I am uh, Brian Brink uh, in the Facebook groups, uh, Brinkalizer at Instagram. And I go to sleep because I got to wake up in four hours uh, to set up for NJCC tomorrow. Thanks to daylight savings. Oh yeah, you guys just <laughs> lose an hour of sleep too. Yeah. So. So. Yep, that's me. That's me. If you're in the area and if you're still listening because you haven't gone to bed yet either, stop by the show tomorrow. We're gonna have tons of people there. And tons of stuff for people to buy. So get those tax refunds ready and come, come shop. Nice. Cool, cool. Charles? What's up, man? How much? Well, well I, I did a couple of things with my hog. I, um, Oh, now we'll you're coming we'll back we'll after a couple hours. <laughs> well, I just I have to remember a couple, uh, couple of things. I'm like, uh, I'll wait till the end. All right. Well, what else did you get? <laughs> the uh, uh, SH Figuarts, uh, Captain America Civil War uh, Iron Man figure. Uh, cool. Uh, the uh, digital digital version of Le- uh, the Lego Marvel Avengers game for Xbox One. Cool. Nice. All right. Now get into your outro. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Optimus for Prez. Nice. All right. Next up, Fats. Where can people find yeah. you? Um, just on Instagram, Moody underscore fuck. But <laughs> <laughs> FCUK. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. All right. Nick. What's up, y'all? You can find me at Nick Brammer on Facebook. Brammer underscore Nick on Twitter. And Masterpiece Eskimo Trebuchet on farmersonly.com. Nice. <laughs> good. Trent, where can people find yes, you? Sir. Find me Trent's Bob and Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. 
And for me, you can find me on Instagram and uh, YouTube, Victory Saber 77, Facebook page, The Victory Saber 77. We're going to go off air. So if you want to join, the link is now on my Facebook page. Um, so join us. Um, talking probably for another couple hours or whatnot about anything and everything. Um, so should be fun. Uh, don't forget, check out the ETR show on Monday, this Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel, uh, NJCC Wrap-Up, I'm assuming. And if you are, just like what Brian said, in the Cherry Hill, New Jersey area, go uh, stop by um, at the Holiday Inn at a, it was a start, 8 o'clock in the morning um, and uh, buy some stuff and do all that type of stuff. So that should be fun. Um, cool Table Network. Links are in the description. Go check them out. Um, iTunes, YouTube, uh, Podbean, all that type of stuff. Like and subscribe. Uh, Five-star ratings, all that type of stuff. And that is it. Kind of bummed I missed out on that Rexons. Shit. Went for only $144, too. Oh, well. I guess I should push the stop button. So. <laughs> Only if.